I would like to say improved. Oh yeah. A little bit of an upgrade. Other oh, side of the tracks. Upgrade, yeah. Um, yeah, we've got wrestling to talk about. We've got some things to talk about. We can shoot the shit. We haven't seen you or heard from you guys in well over a month. Right. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been man. a while. But you know, I hope you got. Thank you guys. If you guys are listening to this, for being patient with us. Yep, uh, we've had yep. a lot of things going on with flus and movings and things and uh-huh. all sorts of family stuff happening. But uh, we're coming back at you. You know, hopefully this will be a little more regular, you know, moving forward. That's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. And and going off of that, we uh, like you said, a brand new other side of the track studio here. Um, we have lots of big things that are we have planned for 2018. Uh, we gave a little teaser on Twitter the other day about um we're gonna start having our own uh, website before too long. Still, that's still in the pro uh, in the okay. process right now. Uh-huh. It'll be a lot easier for you guys to find our episodes um, and to be able to co- uh, contact Back Row Hecklers. Uh, lots of things going on with Prodigy Pro Wrestling. Um, oh, but yes. man, it's been it's been a few months since we've been on, and like you said, a lot of things going on. It's a new year, and so um, I guess let's just go around. What's been going on? It's a good time too because uh, Big B here, of course, class and Young oh, Matthew. I forgot the names. I apologize. Yeah, I just for the in case you're a new listener <laughs> and you haven't heard, you know, uh, Joshua not able to join us from the Bronx today. Uh, he's feeling a little under the weather. I think he's got the same Beijing flu that I had last week. And he's uh, also, like, I thought, if I'm not mistaken, he had to work last night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been trying to. Uh, he had no Wi-Fi, so he was very disappointed he couldn't get UFC results. So. I know. Right, right. Yeah, and if he did, then he missed Frankie Edgar. Spoiler alert. But Frankie Edgar got stopped for the first time ever in his career last night. Right. Really? First round TKO, 444 yep. in the first round. Yep, for Brian Ortega. He's a beast, man. Yeah. The kid is a beast. Dude, that dude, that dude's backstory is so legit. Growing up in the 90s and, uh. Is it Compton or it was something like that, like somewhere in like a shitty part of town in uh, in in um, South Carolina or South Carolina, South California. Yeah, I was going to say Compton uh, is not in South Carolina. No, no, no. Compton, Michigan. (laughs) Yes, you better recognize motherfuckers. Uh, But yeah, yeah, yeah. His story and, and, you know, going, I believe he was ultimate fighter contestant. Yeah. And uh, just to go against someone as uh, as tough as uh, Frankie, the answer, Edgar, that's. And then to to knock him out, be the first person ever to like stop him. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just that's pretty incredible. I and thought it was really cool last night. He said like I visioned this in my head so many times. I've right. dreamed this happening. He goes and for it to be reality, it's just surreal. A big fan. Uh, I, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but as always, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you for uh, listening to Back Row Hecklers. We'll hit you up with all our social media in just a bit, but we mainly talk wrestling. But we talk a lot of other shit, too, whether it's like personal lives, which we'll be doing that since it's been a while since we've been on. But we also talk about MMA. We got a lot of MMA talk with uh, with Ronda Rousey coming in uh, WWE now. Yes. Yes. Uh, we haven't had a chance to cover any of that stuff. Uh, but also, I'm a big fan of uh, this girl who fights out of the uh, MMA lab in uh, Arizona. Teammate of former guest of ours, Lauren Murphy. Her name is uh, Mackenzie Dern. She so made his debut, debut last, last night. Yeah. Dude, this girl is a smokestack, man. I am a big fan of this girl. 24 years old, a second-generation MMA fighter, and uh, Brazilian uh, or BJJ uh, practitioner as well. She had her uh, fight last night and um, made her a UFC debut. You can tell there was a lot of uh, – she has a lot of learning she has to do. Oh, yeah. She pulled a win out. Uh, it was a uh, split decision, but she did pull a win out last yeah, night. Yeah, honestly, I thought that the other – I thought that the well, 
want to Ashley. Is that her name? Is it, I want no. I wouldn't ask her. Yoder. It was. It was. Yeah. Okay. I got that right for once. Good job. Good job, bud. Yeah. I thought that she won the first two rounds. I really did. I mean, I thought she did enough to win the first two rounds. I think the third round wasn't even close, though. So I mean, right, um, right. I, I think I, the first round could have been debatable. Yeah, and I think uh, second people, round, no doubt, though. Yeah, I think that it was a, it was a really good fight, though, and I think it was an excellent debut for Mackenzie. I think a lot of people. You gotta figure though the first round she did bust her open. She split, you know. She when it, the people see blood, they automatically think, well, one guy's bleeding or one girl's bleeding and one's not. Then right. They must win the rounds. Right. And she finished in dominant position. Yeah. Uh, finally, after I believe it was four or five attempts of taking her down, she finally got her down in the third when it mattered, with like a minute and a half left, and uh, she went for the choke. Yoda was like really like she was fighting out of I mean her uh her defense yeah, was, was really good to go against someone as uh and to be able to like stuff a lot of these takedowns yeah. uh the Mackenzie Dern was throwing at her uh that said a lot about Yoder's game so yes Yoder hey. had like a I want like a three inch height advantage too she was taller yeah like way taller but Mackenzie Dern was way kind of like a wider base and stuff yeah, like that. yeah enough yeah. about UFC Matt's about to kill us over oh, there. <laughs> We're going to take some pictures of the <laughs> other side of the tracks here. Yeah, you want to put them up on the Facebook. Dude, we're yes. going to have to do that. We're going to have to go live now that, like, we can all, like, face the camera. Like, this is going to be yeah. – dude, this new setup that we have here is just a mag- – I can't get oh, over it. You guys it. are it's more comfortable. Beautiful. You know. Yes, everybody's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's it, a bathroom. We need to hit the head. We can go right there. Oh, yeah, you don't have to make the track up the steps, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah the uh, old other side of the tracks, there was an outhouse, actually. <laughs> Not even, like, yeah. plumbing in there. It had house. an elevator in it and stuff, too. Yeah, man. it was yeah. weird, man. It was no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had an elevator and an outhouse in the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had priorities, you know. That's like it's calling like calling me, sir. It's like putting an elevator in an outhouse. <laughs> it's an old joke, man. It's an old joke. Um, uh, Joshua hopefully will be back soon, maybe here next week, week after. Uh, but I know he will be coming into the town for WrestleMania. Yeah, we are on the road. Yes. Yes, we are officially in early March. Yeah, and there's um, some drama going on with Roman Reigns, too. A little bit. Really? Um, but there was. A few months ago, like even like before the new year, there were some steroid things happening. Is that allegations? Allegations. Yeah. And that's oh. all they were. They were, and they they don't feel very legit. Uh, because if it is legit, I think this would have been taken a little more. It's kind of like under the radar right now in the in the internet wrestling community. Um, he already because he clearly had that happen what two years ago, mm-hmm. and he had his thirty day suspension, and they did all that stuff, and. This would be a big deal if this was legit. I don't think it is. I think this is kind of like one of those things is like people are going to say a lot of things about, you know, certain people and try to get them in trouble and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I because the guy who's like broke the story or whatever is like a reporter who who heard the uh, got the news from alleged doctor that right. was prescribing yeah, stuff. It I was it's a really weird thing. It's like a uh, I, it popped up on my on my. Um, like my Instagram or or one of my feeds, man. It just popped up. Twitter feed, one of them. It just popped up on there, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I I happened to read it like night before last. Really? Okay. And I was like, "Okay, well, this is new stuff here about Roman Reigns, man." And I didn't, you know, because I'm being honest with you, I haven't been following the WWE products since. Like, it's been long really long. good. Everybody said that it's been good on both shows, uh, Raw and SmackDown. I actually posted the question uh, earlier in the week. You know, as of right now, what's the better show? And where where'd you post that at? On Facebook. Oh. On, on a back row heckler's Facebook. Yeah. So and if you want to. Give us a like. It's uh, facebook.com. Yes, back row back yeah. There you go. Very easy to find us. We had so lots of, lots of feedback, man, on there. You had lots of feedback. We had a lot of feed. We had, a, well, because it had been so long, I didn't want us people to forget about us. Yeah. So I asked a question a couple of weeks ago. You know, there, there's a, it's been confirmed that they're going back to a 12 pay-per-view calendar, which is good. 
Right, I like that. Right. Um, and all pay-per-views are now going to be both brands. Uh, so every so uh, they will both be both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, apparently, t- SmackDown ticket sales are down. Oh, okay. Um, and a lot of like yeah, at, at house shows, pay-per-views, they're not selling out. You know, and when you don't sell out a pay-per-view, it's not a good sign. Um, the other unfortunate rumor is this has yet to be confirmed is that now all pay-per-views going forward are going to be four hours long. Really? I don't want this. <laughs> I, I'll so be the first to tell you that I, I'm a quality over quantity guy. You know, yeah. this is not news. But a four, I mean, I understand you want to put everybody, you want everybody on the brands, you know, that if you're going to split the brands, you're going to have, they have way too many titles to do this. Uh, you know, they have right. a, a Raw and SmackDown champion, a Raw and SmackDown women's champion, Raw and SmackDown tag, Raw Intercontinental, SmackDown US. It's just a secondary title. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. You know, it's not even really fair to call that a mid-card title anymore. What's it that? Is it? Like the, the U.S. or Intercontinental straps. Because lots of times, the guys who last year were in the title picture are mm-hmm. now in the picture with that. Like John Cena's U.S. title run. Right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes they have, I like to call placeholders. Guys that, like, I think The Miz has been, like, how many times Intercontinental champion? I believe it's eight. Is it eight, yeah. nine, something Yeah, like that? I mean. Okay. I know Jericho owns the most at nine. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, he's not there yet. Right? He's getting He's either close, seven yeah. or eight. I think right. he's eight. He's up there. And I know if he holds it for the next two months, his combined title reigns will be the longest. You know, yeah. so he'll be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Okay. That's crazy considering back in the day, remember how long the Hunky Tongue Man had it? Yeah. <laughs> like forever, it seemed like he had it. And then. Well, you're talking about, you know, I mean, he's held the belt eight times over 12 years. Yeah. I mean, he held right. Hunky Tonk, did it what, once? Well, the thing about Hunky Tonk. About a year was, and a half. The thing was, when he had it, though, there was like he was cheating to win all the time. And so you thought nobody was ever going to beat him. And so when that finally happened, I think it was. The it was Warrior, Warrior that beat him in like eight seconds. Yeah, it was it like. Was the, ridiculous. The, it was the quickest. It was almost like the effect of Goldberg That's beating right. Lesnar. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was thinking it was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. But no, no, no. no it was. Warrior. Brutus Beefcake is the one that broke Mr. Perfect's record. Is yes. what? Yes. The first one to defeat Mr. Perfect. That's all right. I'm getting my. Uh, That's all right. Yeah, I'm getting that shit mixed up. That's such horseshit, too. Because Beefcake. Brutus the fucking Barber. Out of, out of everyone. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the, what he was most famous for was. Was the freaking barbershop was the gimmick that he had the talk yeah. show part, you know? And that was yeah. because Michael's kicked Janetti through the window. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I know. You mean Janetti flew through the window? He was trying to escape. Uh, That's yeah. right. That's Sorry. right, Bobby yeah. the Brain. <laughs> He's trying to escape. He's trying to escape through the window. That's what he was doing. <laughs> he actually believed that too. The brain is killer, man. Man, but the uh, um. Ah shit! I totally lost train of thought. Go <laughs> Matt, ahead, fellas. Matt, I'm Matt sorry. Knew what he's talking about? Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Well, we were going back with the uh, the four hour pay per view because yes. you got 900 fucking superstars on your roster, which I understand your roster is probably as big as it's ever been. Um, but if you're gonna do this, I don't think you need nearly as many titles. You definitely don't need, you know, you definitely try to explain to somebody who hasn't watched wrestling in years. Oh, you've got two world champions. Like what? Why do you have two world champions? There's one champion of the world, right? There's only one world. Last I checked, you only need one champion. I mean, someone made the comparison to the New Japan title. Now, I can't relate to this as much, but that New Japan World Heavyweight Championship, it feels like when you hold that title that the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Uh, that's kind of how they... They look at the IWGP Heavyweight title as, as like... The end-all, be-all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's top of the card. It's, it's. Uh, I think... It's going to main event. It's always main evented. Uh, last year, two years ago, was the first year, I believe, that it didn't for Wrestle Kingdom. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, or maybe it was this past year. I'm getting my um. No, it was this year because that was Naito and Okada. Mm-hmm. Last year, I believe. 
It was. We have to go back and look at it. Yeah, it was, it was I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Okada, right? Omega the belts, and Okada was for, for the belt. belt, so maybe it was, must have been the year before. Well, anyway, that is the, like the you know when you're the champ. Yeah, that's the point that's is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on SmackDown does not feel nearly as important as the Universal Champion, and the Universal Champion is not even on the show. Sure. You know, so it's kind. It's, it's like you really need two belts, right? You know, right. I mean, Jinder Mahal kind of killed it. I mean, you know, he did what he had to do, but what well, kind of goes back to the people being mad about part timers, you know, about like Brock Lesnar being right. a part timer and holding the belt. But at the same time, I mean, it's been shown that some people tune in when Lesnar's on the show and some don't, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. It's yeah, like, definitely a ratings draw. It's Brock funny Lesnar. you say that uh, Brock was supposed to be on this past Monday night's raw and because of Twitter, uh, he was seen taking photos with Dana White. Right. He was asked to stay home. Last Monday. So he was advertised on the card. And people, you know, now some people were going to get mad and be like, well, I came to see Brock Lesnar. Right. And he never showed. And, like, they kind of tried to make it an angle as, as like. Roman Reigns Roman came out and buried him. Buried him. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. like, well, I'm a company man and kind of thing. Would, Roman Reigns is, if you're going to try to get Roman Reigns over, that's not the way to do it. Because I don't think he's ever getting over as they want him to. As close as that came was when they were doing the Shield reunion. Yeah. I mean, he got some cheers, sure. So, yeah. Uh, that You want to talk about falling apart, but that's not a, nobody's fault. You know, I mean, Roman got that terrible sickness, and then yeah. Dean, Dean got hurt, so we really didn't really get the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion that we really wanted to, but that's okay. Right, um, right, right. And that's something they can always, like, just put on the shelf and bring back at any point. Yeah, a lot know. of people like the nostalgia. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, but speaking of Brock, uh, his contract expires the day after Mania. Right, so there's right. You know, rumor has it that he's going to go have another fight in the UFC. There's a rumor. I don't know who he's going to fight, but doesn't he still have that suspension? Looming? Didn't he get suspended? Yeah, I'm sure that's over by now. Is it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's been WWE for what a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Since the I'm suspension, not positive about that. I mean, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he came back and had a. Um, he he, he came back and had one UFC fight. Yeah, and then he went back to WWE. So yeah, it's kind of weird to be you know in both at the same time. Um, but then again, on on Impact. Not to switch gears, but on. Well, I was going to say something since we were talking about Brock Lesnar real quick. Did you guys hear about uh, last night in Chicago? Mm. Brock Lesnar, um, this is all over the headlines. I mean, even on CBS Sports, uh, WWE fans are furious about Brock Lesnar. He worked a 35-second match in Chicago at a live event last night. So it says here, the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar did not get his week started off uh, right as it pertains to advertised appearances. Speaking oh. of the Monday Night Raw deal. I had no idea he was even going to be there. Yeah, so, you know, they mentioned the whole deal about Monday Night Raw, uh, both being absent uh, from that show. Well, then last night, Saturday, this would be um, March 4th, 3rd. Mm. Today's Sunday, March 4th. So Saturday, okay, so Saturday, third, March 3rd. Uh, yeah, my bad, man. <laughs> uh, Lesnar was set to set for his second scheduled appearance of the week at a live event in Chicago where he would take on Kane. The champion actually showed up for this one, as promised earlier in the week, in a tweet by Paul Heyman. But there was a catch. What was the catch? Well, Brock Lesnar showed up to work in Chicago and defeated the Big Red Machine in a whopping 35 seconds, leaving the crowd fucking pissed. <laughs> so the crowd was mad. Uh, there's this whole thing about it. Like, I guess there's a video... And it's probably the crowd just shit, like probably popping bigger than shit when they hear Brock come out. And, and if you want heel heat, this is the way it. to do it. You know, I, in a world where heels and faces are kind of mixed blurred, up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's blurred. I don't know how you want to describe heels and faces nowadays, but 
So yeah, I mean, here's the whole match, and and we'll share the link on on Facebook. I, sh- I wish I would have pulled it up on uh on the other thing so you guys could have actually heard it. That's all good. But oh, all good. um, yeah, it's no big deal. It's uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll share it. It's a whole thirty five seconds if you guys want to watch it. So sorry, Chicago. <laughs> you were saying thirty five seconds. Well, that's kind of like the same thing with uh. I remember being happy, going, oh man, I gotta watch this Goldberg Brock thing to see what's gonna happen. Right. You know. And then it was what it was. But Goldberg beat him in what a minute? Oh, it was like uh, yeah. what was that Survivor Series when he beat him in a minute? Oh yeah, I mean it was. Th- so this is kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone made a joke. Uh, Seth Rollins a couple weeks ago had a sixty-five minute long match on Raw. Right, right. He when they were iron, doing he, yeah, not an Iron Man match. They had a gauntlet match, uh, but he defeated Roman Reigns and he defeated John Cena, and then was eliminated by Elias. But he was in the ring. For 65 minutes, right, which is longer than Brock Lesnar's entire entire 2017 <laughs> in ring. I mean, he did it, you know, in a night. Oh yeah, but that's that. Seth Rollins is probably the most one of. Oh, he's the workhorse of that, that he's, brand. Oh man, he. Uh, I mean, just the talent that guy's had. You people forget exactly what all the stuff he's been involved in. I mean, he was involved in Age of the Fall. He was involved with the in the rest in the MTV revival. Mm-hmm. Show whatever that was, Wrestle Wrestling Society X. Is that what it was? Yeah, he was involved I in that. that. Yeah, Wrestling Society X was MTV tried to get into the wrestling genre or whatever. I think like was this like after Tough Enough kind of thing or? Oh, it was many years ago. Jimmy Jacobs and um and Tyler Black was a tag team on there. Calling do, doing it for her wrestling. Oh, for okay, her okay. And the guy who from Lucha Underground, uh, Mil Moretes or whatever, he was. Uh, yep. He was the main one of the main guys there, but oh. he without a mask. He was Judas something. I don't know. Uh, Judas Messiah or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. WWE for a minute, it's Judas Messiah or TNA. TNA, I think. Yeah, because yeah. he def- he was going with the uh, with the best. He had a rivalry. Vampiro was on there. Um, trying to think of who else. There was a whole bunch. Jack Evans was one of the main guys. Matt okay. Sidell. There was a bunch of different dudes that was on there. That's, That's where uh, Kurt, where Coco Bandit played uh, uh, Matt. Uh, God, what's his name? Matt Classic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. A, Very he's funny to, gimmick. Oh man, he's like a 1950s <coughs> mass wrestler. Nice. And <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you would never guess he would look so barrel-chested in that. Right. And I was like, that's Coke Cabana? Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. had like an old-school look to it. It was awesome, man. I liked it a lot. And so you were talking about Impact right before I cut you off, buddy. Yeah, that was what I was uh, um, to cut off, to go back to Impact real quick. Um, not to switch gears and get a steer away from WrestleMania, but the, the there's been a couple things that were controversial with Impact in the last few, since we've been off the air, since we haven't podcasted. And two of both of them actually involve Sammy Callahan. Both, okay. I've heard yeah. about this one, this most recent one. I didn't hear um, about another. There was my older brother actually talked to me about the one because they were supposed to have like a no holds bar match with no world barbed wire. Which no, impact? Yes. Yes. Wow. A no world barbed wire. That seems a little much for impact. Yeah, they were supposed to have like a no Not, world. I mean, barbed saying wire. that's a little much. I mean, you watch all the delete and decay stuff. I mean, maybe it isn't too much, but yeah. <laughs> It was. It's had a um um, OVE, which is Ohio is for killers, but mm-hmm. it's Ohio versus, Ohio versus everyone, right? Yeah, and that's Sammy Callahan and the Chris brothers, Dave and Jake, and supposedly during this match, I don't know who he did it to, but uh, he broke out the skewers, which they you know where you put the skewers in somebody's head, and the guy that brought that to America was Masada. Right. I was gonna and say made famous by Masada. A lot of the CZW turned him into death, right? Yeah. Right. He, he brought those skewers out, and so. I think there was some heat with, like, it didn't end up airing. 
on on uh, Pop TV or whatever it's on now. Whatever. Uh, I didn't even realize is. Impact was still a thing. It is. <laughs> I didn't it's even know that. It is on Pop TV. Okay. okay. Um, and it's a, the yeah, only reason why I know that is because they do Big Brother after Dark also. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Celebrity okay. Big Brother was fun, man. I liked it. It was I a lot better than I thought. I got about three episodes left. Oh, okay. Okay. I, haven't, right. I haven't finished it yet. Hold on. Yeah, I won't say a word. You guys can talk later. We can talk about Chuck Liddell really, getting eliminated. To be 100 percent honest, <laughs> I've lost interest in celebrity. Really? Yeah. I can understand. Well, these cats, two of them went home because they wanted to, and yeah, I'm just like, well, if you guys don't lame. care, why would I? Right. Well, when Meta World Peace is worth like uh, whatever he's worth, 45 million or something. Yeah. 250,000. I mean, I think it was probably he was probably doing he's it. He's probably doing that for charity, right? Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I guess. He probably oh, thought yes. to himself, man. To and he's him, never watched the show. Clearly. Oh, that nah. was funny. <laughs> when he voted out Chuck, he was like, I voted Chuck because I wanted him to stay. And they're like, no, no you, you voted, him to, you voted him to go out. <laughs> <laughs> he was making the ducks fight and shit. That was funny. Man. I did enjoy that. Yeah, that I like that. That's actually man. where I got up to is meta leaving. That was so. good. Okay, was, well, we won't say anything else about old school We can talk house. about Big Brother later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. That'll be our new podcast. That'll be the new podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Big Brother slash Survivor. I love Survivor. I've watched it every season. I watch it. My boys always watch the challenges at least. Survivor, really? Yeah. What about Amazing Race. I like Amazing Race. I've See, I never got into Amazing Race, but I know that our buddy Brent Blades has liked it since day one. He's really? Like, has I'm he? pretty sure oh, he used okay. to be like, you don't watch Amazing Race? Yeah. I'm He's a sure. big Big Brother <laughs> fan, too. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like Amazing Race. It, especially here in the past, like, couple seasons they've always brought in a couple people from like big brother like brendan and rachel were on there yeah this past time uh uh jesse jessica and um you just like his jessica's hot dude jessica like, is hot uh, yeah. man yeah, cody's like, such a cody yeah, last season. yeah they're yeah. on amazing race yeah yeah they're on amazing race cody season, had the so. best exit ever though they've already met he just walked on the table yeah he didn't say such nothing and dick. nobody grabbed his back he's like i hate everybody in that house <laughs> that was the best and they're like yeah now you gotta go vote for somebody he's like i don't want to give anybody any Money. Right, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, well, maybe we should do a Big Brother. We all we're all fans. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I'll stop talking about Big Brother. They just had Chuck Liddell in it, so when I found out right. Chuck was in, it, I was like, I'm all aboard, man. I love Chuck Liddell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I, when I heard the Iceman was on there, that's why I was like, man, they got like a little bit for everyone because like half of those celebrities, I didn't know who the fuck they were. Like Brandy. No Never clue who that well, chick was. I don't was. watch any of the Desperate Housewives things, but she's like the queen bee of the Desperate Housewives show. Yeah, I, I don't know anything out. about her. Yeah, the didn't her, I didn't know the, the Jason kid either. Oh, the dude from Big Time Rush. Yeah, See, I didn't know, oh, I didn't know Chase anything used about to him. Watch, it. used to a Nickelodeon show, so okay. Chase watched that show a little bit. Right. Not a lot. But uh. it was funny because he was like, he has more Instagram followers than some of them. and da, 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 da. He's like, I think he has more money. I was like, if you think that that dude from Big Time Russian Nickelodeon <laughs> has more money than Meta World Peace Ron Artest, right, you're right. crazy. So we ended up <laughs> looking it up, and it was like, Two point five million I'm sure versus he got like something. I mean, like I don't think he's really. five million. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, he's still. Everybody on the house was a ma- is a millionaire before they walked in. Huh. Like every yeah, Shannon Elizabeth was. You see, I knew her. I, I knew Shannon Elizabeth. Everybody, Chuck Liddell. Everybody obviously. that grew up in the '90s and watched American yeah, Pie. Yeah, knew yeah that Elizabeth. was like yeah. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, I don't know. I just. I was one of those kid guys that always liked the American Pie movies, and other people were like, oh, those movies are trash. And I'm like, that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, and they're not trying to be something else. But because of that show, I was always, or because of those movies, like in the 90s, I was always a big fan of um, of uh, uh, Mina Savari. Mm. Oh. Stifler. <laughs> oh, he is a handsome dude. But I was, no, no, Mina I, yeah. Savari was always the chick that I was like, 
in the I 90s. Her was, and Christina Ricci were like growing up. I was like, those are the two chicks. I and thought Mina Savari would be something more than what she is. I was hoping. After that and like American Beauty. American Beauty was, was yeah, like, that was something else. So oh, was, since y'all brought up American Beauty, I have to bring up my favorite, one of my favorite movies of last year. It was mm-hmm. a movie called Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. And it is so American Beauty-ish. If yeah. you like the movie American Beauty, it's Kevin weird. Spacey in it or anything? Or no, no, it has Colin Farrell. But okay, okay, but it just—it's similar. Yeah, to it's, sim- that. it's similar to American Beauty with the tone, but it's not right. so much like, it's not quite as. Uh, it's dark. Don't get okay, me wrong, okay. and it's unbelievable. So it mm. has that same kind okay. of unbelievable right, feel to right. it, and it has uh, many different aspects going into it. Like there's many different plot lines that that coincide with each other, but they're all around a central thing. And it took me. I mean, it was funny because you know Jason Saint used to he made right. movies and he's a. Uh, He's a very. I remember one year he actually listed on one of his. Uh, this is a Facebook or Twitter. Everything that he watched okay. all year long, like if he watched a movie, it'd be like movie number seventy eight, movie number seventy seven, you know, things like that. And so I told him I was like, man, you got to see this because I want to know if uh, what you think about it. And so it took him a little while, but he saw it and. It was like one thirty in the morning. I got texts like this movie is weird as fuck. I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> it was super cool. And I'm not saying, you know, like we're besties or whatever, because we really don't talk that much. Mm-hmm. But I actually got to have a conversation with this guy about this movie. And I want more people to watch it so I could talk to him about it, because there's so many things that are left up to the viewer to decide if this is the way it was or not. You know, is it a uh, like Netflix? Is it? It's uh, not quite like on there yet. It's probably should be so on there find like Amazon Fire, like Cody app. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because it's, it was just at Village Eight probably about two months ago, and I took Hunter to see it. Okay, okay. And um, what did it I like how you mentioned Cody. I'm like, I know what that is. <laughs> I yeah, I think I everyone does now. I think everybody knows what it is. Yeah. yeah you got a Fire Stick, B? No, I have a. I do have two Roku's though. I got one in the back and one in the one in the living okay. room. One of the things mm-hmm. I could probably there's a. You, I, I got, I got you a Fire Stick. Oh. Okay. I got you one, buddy. It's okay. like forty bucks. We or, we ordered like four, three one day, and uh, come to find out, like. With our smart TVs and this, that, and the other, like we only needed like two. So okay. I, I have one that just sitting around. All you gotta do is follow this YouTube. Yeah. Okay. I got Everyone you. knows what's up. I, yeah. I got you one. <laughs> I got you one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my buddy. Before, before me and me and uh, um, I'm speaking of Fire Stick and the and the Cody thing or whatever. I've talked to a couple guys. I don't want to bust anybody's head or whatever, but there's been a couple people talk to me like, why don't you have one? Anything you ever, any movie you ever want right. to see, it's on there. And yeah. you're the movie guy. Yeah. Now a lot of them are handheld and they look like shit. Yeah. Some are. Yeah, but some of them like some look of like the legit. animated stuff that like Jonas watches. Right, you know he he can watch pretty clear. Right, right. I can't right. tell you how many times we've watched fucking Angry Birds and Minions. And <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the Emoji movie that's on. Remind me, man. We'll we'll meet up this week, buddy. I got you. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out because it's something I want to. I'm gonna need after surgery for sure. Yeah, I'll be on the yeah. show for a while eating nothing but when when the first week you get these special shakes and like water. You don't even get chicken broth. You don't nice. even get chicken yeah. flavored water till week two. Well, for those that that don't know, uh, Big B over here is going to be undergoing the uh, going under the knife. Yeah, and so uh, you're going to be on the shelf for a little bit, but uh, but uh, we'll have it set up on like on on a Skype. Yeah, yeah, I'll, ca- I'll make sure I'm here. No, we're gonna have a surgery on Skype. Oh. So y'all can, <laughs> yeah, you guys can watch Facebook it, Live that shit. <laughs> yeah, don't mind yeah. the blood on the screen. We're no. just gonna, yeah, uh, as long as I get to hang a Space Monkeys T-shirt atop of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite, dude. Well, yeah. ain't about off that. That's what we do, <laughs> man. I'm just kidding, man. Backer Hooker's my favorite podcast. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Tell Em Steve Dave, dude. That's I, the greatest the, podcast ever. To to this day, the 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 piece of felt from Tell Em Steve Dave is in my bag every interview I do. I'm glad you got it that. Stays buddy. in there, man. He get my my buddy Chris Class gave me that for 
just for no reason. He goes, here, man, I know how much you love the podcast, and you did a good deed and got some of them, and you were able to yeah. get hook up. Yeah. There's only so many of those in the world, man. Right. That's, well, that's something, something that, me, yeah. you know what, and that's something that, like, we share. I mean, uh, this goes to, like, us talking, to, you know, earlier, but, yeah, we talk about wrestling, kind of. But, um, I mean, it's, th- that's something that, like, me and Brian, like, I've known this dude for, you know, we talked about it, all our old listeners know, like, 20 years or whatever. Yeah. But we... We have a lot of similarities and a lot of things, but one thing that, like, our love for, like, telling Steve Dave and things like that, that's a great podcast. If you guys don't listen to it, be sure to give it a listen. Um, it, it's something that, like, it clicks on so many levels for me and B because yeah. we like comics. Uh, comic Book Men's a good show. Practical Jokers, things of that sort. But it's, like, it's it's that podcast is just, it's kind of something, like, once when Brian, you know, originally, like, a long time ago before we started, uh, back row hecklers it was something that w- we had thrown the idea around a little bit and brian was like the first one to take that first step and like hey i'm getting on this other podcast and it was it was uh, like uh, an old podcast that he used to be part of and uh he was on there he was contributing to that and all that and because of that he was able to bring back row hecklers to the table and and we didn't know what we were going to go none of us were real really into wrestling that much at the time but he was like hey we could get in with wrestling and because of that, all of us started watching wrestling way more. I started doing headlock gear at the time, which has since then, you know, we've we've kind of put to rest. Yeah. But um, but I always do back row heckler shirts no matter what. Yeah. Um, but then because of that, met you know young Matthew over here who hosts the other side of the tracks, uh, the studios, Josh in the Bronx. But um, man, we even I mean it, it split off to there. We even have our own Backer Hackers commentary team, right? You know? Right. And, and it even went to where we was uh, was able to establish Project Pro Wrestling and start running shows. You now I got to give credit where credits due to that whole crew because I've been out, man. You know I've been on the shelf, and this last show they ran, I just showed up and did commentary. Mm-hmm. You know, and those guys handled everything. I'm talking about James Duncan, right? I'm talking about uh, um, Gary uh, Mouse. Right. Cam and Doug. Those guys are the are the backbone of that thing. They handle it all. And I'm giving them guys 100% credit. Now, there's drama that comes with everything, you know? Oh, yeah, and that's drama, life. And the, yeah, and there's drama. That's life. They cause, you know, there's a lot of drama stirred up, and those guys don't get that. They, they may get involved with the drama, but you guys will, no offense, you'll never know because if there is a invo- drama involved, they're never going to publicly out it on social media or whatever. And so the, the mom, I want to tell everyone that, I'm proud of what those guys are doing with Prodigy Pro Wrestling. I mean, as soon as I said I have to have these surgeries, I have to take a step back. Right, right. They were like, B, just come to the show and commentate. Everything do good, you know? Right. And, and I was so happy that Matt, Matt How works. was that? Let me ask you that because this is the fifth show Prodigy yes. Pro Wrestling has Nathan, had? We, yeah, we got a new setup, and the cord was behind Nathan Future's head. Okay. So when he sat down for the first match, he accidentally unplugged his mic cord. <laughs> so we oh, lost no. the commentary. for His whole commentary is gone. Of the whole night? Most of it, until he plugged it back in. Now, they, we hear me and you. Oh, shit. But we're going to probably have to redo a lot of it just because, I mean, it's only okay. one guy. And the, all you can hear is him coming through on, on, the, oh, on the other mic. No. You know what? But, I you do know, a, stuff like that. I do want to give you regular show. I, I want to give you 100 <laughs> percent. Well, he got a big old head, man. So, yeah. I mean, like you look <laughs> figuratively and literally <laughs> Nathan Future got a big head. Yeah, he does. But um, <laughs> I love that guy, man. Um, and you know what? I do want to thank Brian. You told me uh, a long time ago when you first uh, we first started doing back row hecklers, simply uh, podcast. Like you said, talked about the way this has evolved and branched out into so many different endeavors. Uh, one being your commentary. 
and you started doing commentary a few years ago, and you were putting it over like, man, this is the greatest. This is I have so much fun and all that. And not that I didn't believe you, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I was really happy for you. But you really don't know until you do it. Yeah. You gave me the opportunity. And I, I want to just go on here and thank you uh, and Doug and, and Duncan and everyone else, Mouse, everyone else involved uh, for allowing me, uh, not this past show. I did one match. I called one match. But for the show, the previous one, which was, I forgot the name of it. It wasn't. Um, oh, it was King of Pain. King of Pain. Yeah, it was at the Memphis Arena. Yeah, yeah man, I I uh, I got there. While I was sitting at at the gimmick table with B. We were hanging out. That's that's my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that uh, Prodigy Pro has brought back to me is that you the shows run so smooth. Um, and I'm not just saying it, buddy. Like you go to a lot of shows, and it, it, there might be clunky, you know, deals where it might seem like, you know, maybe the intermissions are too long, or maybe, um, you know, the weird pauses in between matches, or or things of that sort. Prodigy Pro Wrestling, for you guys to run less than a half dozen shows with no previous experience of running shows, that, those motherfuckers run smooth, man. Like, there, it's a very cool atmosphere. So, um, I don't know, uh, with all that, you know, kind of yeah. put behind me, um, how was it being able to sit down, not worry about dealing with locker room issues, this, that, and the other, let them do that, and you just do your thing as far you you weren't even sitting up collecting the money, like you know no. working the front door, none no, of that they shit. Had all that under control, man. You had you yeah. you commentary, you did commentary for every match, but one you which you, you gave me your seat for a minute, yeah. And um, dude, first of all, doing that commentary is awesome. It yeah. was so much fun, and Matt, you got to give it a shot at some point. Yeah, you have fun because. <laughs> I, I'm not a comment like it's basically if we're all sitting here and we're watching a match on TV sure. and we're all like, oh, shit, like, you know, just popping and giving our natural reaction. You know, of course, you got to put over the product and, and things have put over the match and all that a little bit. But it's just like the natural chemistry of like just sitting and bullshitting with your buddies. Nathan Future, we go way back. You know, Josh yeah. come in and do commentary. Matt, I think you would do great on commentary. It's. I never realized, B, how much fun that shit was. <laughs> and thank you, buddy, for allowing me to, oh, to enjoy something yeah. I never realized I would enjoy so much. Yeah, you don't really think about it until you sit down and do it. And it's not, like I said, it's not for everybody. There's been people that are like, oh, man, I'd really like to try it. And they get there and they freeze or they're like, oh, man, this ain't for me. You know, I want right. to. If the guy messes up, I'm the type of guy that would be like, boo, boo. You know, <laughs> you know can't really you, do that. On you can't be on commentary and be like, God, I wish they'd take this shit home. <laughs> you can't do that, you know. But uh, it, the, the reason I've always had fun is because I've always been the guy to try. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a back row heckler. I'll sit in the back row and heckle shit. Right. But right. it's never mean heck. I mean, it, it's mean and it's bad. <laughs> but it's, it's in fun. Yeah, it's, it's in it's fun. In, yeah. It's not. I'm never like. Uh, it's always in, in tune with the show. It's never something like I don't sit in the back row and be like boring or, you know, right, disrespectful. Right, right. Disrespectful only because maybe I cuss and scream at people, you know? Right. Like, like we might yell, like, you know, you get two dudes in the in the ring and they're facing off or whatever. Kiss them! Kiss them! <laughs> yeah, that might be, like, the worst thing that we, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. we yell. Yeah. But, like, we still do that on commentary, and that's what's funny. It's like, I never realized how much I did enjoy that, so I did want to thank you for that, B. Um, that, that's a good... T- that's, uh, I wanted to mention that um, because when I had a chance to, to go to the King of Pain, 
and do commentary at the time. Uh, Nathan Future and uh, it's available on High Spots Network too. By the way, if you guys are subscribed to High Spots that are listening okay. to this, you can go to Prodigy Pro Wrestling and and the uh, first four shows are all on there. Hey, they're uh, they're you can stream them live and watch them, and uh, you can hear Chris Class's commentary. Wow, first for, time for ever, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah coming some slack because like I didn't know really what to do. I let uh, Jason Saint. Was up there doing commentary. Yep. Very good on commentary. Oh, yeah, I had a great job, or I had a great time doing commentary from when I started. Like, you probably hear me, like, relax. Like, by the end of the show, I, like, I had a chance to do it with uh, Nathan Future the whole night. Yeah. Uh, Jason Saint sat, for, sat in for a while. He had to go work some matches. Uh, I sat in for one match, I think, and uh, Doug came in and sat in for a match. Doug yeah. sat in for a match. Uh, Nick Maniwa, uh, uh, pro wrestling BFF, uh, pro wrestling's BFF. He came in for a couple in. matches, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, man, that guy is damn good, man. Yeah. Like you guys have, uh, if nothing else, like the the buy the uh, buy these streams, watch them uh, for the commentary. But you will love the fucking matches because there's some shit that I I I, I didn't know the card going into it. Yes. Like I didn't know I knew the card, but I didn't know angles anything like that lots of surprises and uh the return of uh flash flanagan caught me by surprise and being in the ohio valley i i am a huge fan of flash flanagan man yes. so him being part of this I, I i'm so glad you guys got him on the on the on the, yeah, the he roster was a huge man. Part, but that was the debut of ar fox for project pro wrestling i mean you know him we against Isaiah. yeah we've been trying great to do match. lots of great lots match of, lots of things lots of different things like bringing a uh, people that you normally may not see in this area that's been was one of the goals and um I'm just happy that we've been able to do a lot with Prodigy. Uh, like I said, I say we because the team is, man, they, they're handling everything now, and it's a breath of fresh air to be able to, to, from day one, those guys have always been there to try to help out and everything else. I mean, yeah, we're a dysfunctional family. Like, we'll scream and cuss at each other at IHOP like it's nobody's business. almost get kicked <laughs> out. But you know what, though? At the end of the day. Your family. Those, yeah, those guys that's hit me up in the middle of the night. I'm going to be there for them. And it, that's just the way right. it is. And um, and you guys have some of the dopest programs. Going to a wrestling show. Gary Wilson, And picking man, up a yeah. program. Like, that's the thing of the past. He's turning into like, a magazine really now, man, where he does dope. a magazine every single month. You it's know? great, man. Yeah. It's great. And it's like, what, two, three bucks a pop. Oh, it's dirt cheap. Prodigy yeah, Pro Wrestling got t-shirts out now. Just a Prodigy Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean... You guys really like I, I see a lot of things, you know, uh, a bright future for for Prodigy Pro Wrestling and can't wait to go and, and sit because the the very first show I had a great time sitting yeah. there with uh, young Matthew. Yeah, I'm too, hoping to so. come out to at least two shows this summer. There yeah, you go. Man, I got him the Brass Monkey DVD. He likes to have the shows of all the ones he sees live. So yep. I remember that I brought him the Brass Monkey DVD. So awesome. Have it. Awesome. We had him clearance to the last show. I don't think I did it. Like, oh, thanks. We, well, wait till you we gave got me Richie. the clearance. Yeah. DVD. <laughs> you got the clearance DVD. Well, I had to wait till they got clearance, man. You know, <laughs> there you go, man. That's how we pay Duncan, dog. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But I don't want to. I know that Matt wants to talk about WrestleMania for a minute. Would uh, the the semi we kind of got sidetracked from? Oh that. yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, go ahead. I want to hear about because I, I saw this article and it right. I just had Eddie Edwards' eye. Yeah, and right. it was brutal. Yeah, and I did not want to watch it uh, to, just based on that photo. You got to watch it. Yeah. I do. I gotta watch it. You yeah. have to watch it. Okay. It isn't it, when you see it happen, you're going to cringe, but then it's like over. It isn't as seeing that if you watch the video like where aftermath and it shows like the craziness. But like as it happens, it isn't. It's just like right, oh my and God. it's from All a hard camera. A spot goes wrong, and you so, see his eye. Yeah, and, just and like, uh. we talked about it briefly. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, give me your give me your input on this, B. Um, I don't know the whole build up to it, but usually, like if somebody has a baseball bat and they hit a chair, the chair is usually flat. Uh -huh. Well, for some reason, in in 
in Impact, the chair was Vert was set up like somebody was going to sit on it, and it was on his chest. And so Sammy Callahan, he has the as he goes to hit the chair, right. the chair kind of folds backwards a little bit towards um, Eddie Edwards' face, who's laying flat on the mat. Right. And so he hits the the baseball bat onto the chair. Well, the bat ricochets down immediately right onto the face of Eddie Edwards. Right. And Buss is orbital blown yeah. above his eye. Yeah. And Eddie said on TMZ that, you know, he, he puts – you could see his face is still swollen in the interview. Yeah. That uh, he immediately ran to the back and when went to the doctors. He said he, he, he knew that something was really wrong. It was so numb he couldn't feel what was going on. Right. But he was scared he was going to take that towel off his eye and his eyeball was going to be in his hand. Yeah. Right, right. You know, he said, that's and that's what a I was legitimate scared. fear. Yeah, I mean, I can when understand that. you talk that. about this spot, you're like, what – who thought this was a good idea, though? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean like, the, like you were saying, Brian, it – it's a spot that I bet it's if they did it a hundred times, ninety nine times, it'd be fine. It is just fine. Yeah, and I don't think that the uh, and the baseball bat sliding off hitting Eddie in the face. That's not. I mean, like Sammy Callahan said, I, I, I think it's awesome that he never broke character, never. Like when the people come out and said at TMZ, he's like, they should be interviewing me. I'm dangerous. You know, he. He turned it in the end. He's not going to break character. He's not going to break kayfabe. He's not going to come out and be like, oh, it was an accident. You know, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Sammy Callahan's not that guy. And I like that. You know? Right, right. I do love that. The fact that he was like, uh, you know, uh, I'll do it again, Eddie. You know, shit like that. I mean, I actually love the fact that wrestling is, to him, it's that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's I, I winced a little bit, though, because kayfabe is dead through and through. So I don't think it is. It is for the most part, but I mean, you you have to. If you don't believe in it, if you don't believe in making making it feel real and bringing emotions yeah, to me, that's, that's what true. kayfabe means too. You know, it's yeah, not just right. it's not just we know it's we know it's staged. Scripted, that's not it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. I mean, there's still accidents. People still get hurt every oh, single sure. night of the week somewhere wrestling. I mean, you gotta think there's independent wrestling shows every night of the week. So, but yeah, man. Um. Like I said, most of the time, I've seen Bull Payne put that chair over somebody and hit him with that bat right. at least a hundred times. Right, You know, right. he used to use the bat all the time, and I'm sure that there have been accidents or whatever, but I remember, shit, I seen Bull Payne hit Necro Butcher in the head with the bat, and it was probably <laughs> worse than that, man. He didn't get the open bone broke, but it was awful. Yeah, and, and, you know, I understand. It was, I agree with you, it was a complete accident. Um, but it wasn't, I know you think it was unsafe. But yes. I think it was pretty reckless, and I think there was a way, but... With that spot, and I'm sure Callahan's done that same spot, and we've seen that spot a million and a half times. I've never seen it go wrong. And so had them, like, had, I guarantee now, if that spot is ever done by anyone, they will know to do it. And maybe instead of standing by the head swinging from the chest, like from the sternum area towards the head, they will now stand on the side. So if worse thing happens, it'll go down and hit someone's arm. So I think there's a more safe way to go about doing it now. Unfortunately, it took an accident like this to happen, uh, for for that to probably take. And Eddie will heal. Yeah, he will yeah. recover fully. I yeah, mean, I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, you know. yeah. And this is uh, I don't. Right now on TMZ Sports, Eddie, how you doing, man? I'm doing a lot better than that video. Yeah, Ooh. dude. So walk us through that. So he was supposed to smash the chair. Wasn't supposed to smash yeah. you in the face, right? Yeah, uh, so, you know, the point, obviously, like you said, to, to add impact to the chair, so he went for the swing, but, you know, the chair started to kind of tilt, and as he swung, the chair 
started to move, as you can see. I tried to grab it a little bit, and he followed through and hit me right in the eye, just perfectly right in the eye socket. So, And you could see on this that Callahan is like, oh, shit. Another altercation outside the ring, but what happened the moment that you realized, oh, my God, something went wrong? Yeah, as soon as I got hit in the eye, I yelled an expletive and i got up and i just walked right up the ramp and i went to the back and i just started asking for the doctor and you know my fear was as i was walking up the ramp i'm holding my eye and my fear is when i pull my hand down my eyeball is going to be hanging out or something like it's going to get my hand or hang out thank god thank god that didn't happen and eddie edwards although like you said b you know his face does look swollen things of that sort he um you know, he has his vision, you know, it, yeah. it could have been way worse. Yeah. So, you know, it's pro wrestling is in ballet. Accidents happen. And there are, unfortunately are injuries like that. So uh, I've had an opportunity to talk to Eddie Edwards before. Super nice guy from everything I've heard. Oh, yeah. Even uh, though uh, Callahan put on the front and sold it as the heel. Yeah. I have heard that he was vis- visibly shaken up in the back and uh yeah, yeah. pretty bummed out you know like and you also never try to you just someone. don't buy a shirt from Calhoun. that's all <laughs> <laughs> we got a story about that i'm gonna ca- we're gonna kayfabe you guys on that one that's an inside joke between me and class but, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. maybe yeah. that'll be like we'll, 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 you know i've thought about this on 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 like maybe for a, in a future like bonus podcast where we could tell i would like to tell certain stories mm-hmm. us being you know involved in the wrestling business for years uh, and knowing a lot of people, things of that sort. I thought about this, and, and uh, th- there's nothing we've ever talked about before, but maybe we do a bonus podcast at some point where, or a theme for a show at some point mm. that we could tell stories, leaving like the names out, yeah. but maybe something along the lines of some of the most fucked up things you've ever seen, witnessed. Oh, man. Because we've got some stories. And B, now that Prodigy Pro Wrestling, you know, you, you are in a backstage uh, uh, in a locker in, room. Yeah, I mean, oh, running man, it. I try my best not to go downstairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I avoid that locker room. If I can make someone else or ask someone else, I don't make him do anything. If I yeah. could ask someone else to take can care of it. Can you politely please? Oh, right. Every time I go in the locker room, something happens. I swear to God. Every time I go in the locker room, something negative happens. It's awful. It's like me rooting for you. I have the worst luck. If I'm rooting for you. Are you, you a cooler and you don't know it? Yes. I'm serious. <laughs> I ask, I, dude, talk to Votaw. Talk to Votaw about, about B's luck. It's awful. It is the worst. If you didn't have bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. No, you're the is? opposite, man. I've seen this guy win, like, tickets to King of the Death one time. <laughs> You've won, won 50, a raffle. Yeah, he won a 50-50 <laughs> raffle one time. Like, he was like, man, I felt bad because tickets were, like, 18 bucks to get in here, but I just won 150. I mean, this dude won the Derby Poker Classic one year, homie. Yeah, that was, you know, that was luck. That my, was my claim to fame is knocking Denny Crum out once in a, in a buy-in, you know? <laughs> yeah, I did. I won 6000 bucks at a poker game. But you know what? Yeah. That was 2008. Uh, it's 2018. I have not ago. won one game since. <laughs> I swear. I've won hands. Yeah. I've made it down to final two, final three. But you've never been the big I have not yet. won a game since then. So yeah, uh, we I, need to get a, another poker game. Going I do on. want to. Last couple times I played, <laughs> I didn't have too good of luck. But there's been times where I've been walked out. There was a time at, Cla- at uh, when Quinn used to have the big games at his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one time I walked out there with almost five bills, man. Damn. It was like four and some change. I mean, I won the big, big game. Right, that everybody right. On. 
and it, they were trying to talk a split, the fight, the fight on three people, and we sure. never could talk anything. And I had such just a commanding chip lead, I was like, I got frustrated after like five minutes. I started playing bully all in every time until, nice, until nice. I won it all. Nice. Right. So second place got their cut, but they could have had a lot more because I was ready to go. It was right. late, and I was getting mad. But that being said, man, there's um, you know, the 2018. You got a lot of cool things start, you know, starting out, and it's it's been a great year so far. A new place for you, Matt. Other side of the tracks, like we've talked about. B, you know, you got Prodigy Pro Wrestling coming up. Uh, dude, you're looking good, man. Dude, I you, it's visible that on the weight that you've been dropping, yeah. it's you know you're looking like a million bucks. You know, here's to you know 2018 and and to everyone's happiness and health. F- I finally, after years and years and years, I conquered this thing that's been looming, you know, hanging over my head for years. Well, tell and them, man. Tell them what's up. If you want to, do you want to tell them? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if we ever like. If I don't know if we've ever really talked about it, but I we went back to school like in 2012. I've been in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in school <laughs> since <laughs> I met him. I met <laughs> him. He's true. like, yeah, I met him in college. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I gotta go to class. <laughs> It's like 2004. He's like, I just got out of class. That's where the name Chris Class comes from. It wasn't originally that way, but that's what it is now. That's why I call him Class because the dude's always in class. Tutoring (laughs) session can't come to the show this week. Yeah, dude, I was doing it. So, like, yeah, in 2012, I decided to change careers and go from being in in web design, visual communications, graphic design to the healthcare field. Get into healthcare, yeah. So I decided to go back for my uh, uh, just jumping fucking feet first. To get my uh, my RN, be a, become a registered nurse. And are you an RN now? And after I graduated in 2015, I took my boards in 2016 three times. Failed three fucking times. And you have to wait. There's a whole process. Oh, this yeah. and the other. And it's change. I mean, we're talking, It's it costs money to take yeah, those every, every time. Yeah, every time you got to take yeah, it, it's, it's a matter of applying yeah. and this and the other. All last year, I was very, like, sporadic on being in shows, being at shows, you know, and, and yeah. not being, you know, I've had, like Matt just said, I couldn't make it to a lot of Sunday shows because I had tutoring sessions, things of, that, uh, things of that sort, but I'm so happy to say. And you guys always had the faith. You guys were so positive for me, mm-hmm. and I can never repay you guys, you know, both of you guys. Oh, you got this. This is your year. This is your, you know, you got this shit. I finally passed the test. I kicked the test ass. And, uh, yeah, I'm proud to say, man, I am uh, finally Chris Class RN. I have initials after my... So if my you need a sponge bath? Yeah, yeah, you need a prostate check? I got you, son. Oh, you got deserve you, so. it. <laughs> you deserve it. When, Brian, when Brian's cut, on cut, the... Uh, after your surgery, buddy, I got you for a sponge bath, man. That That is something I would Sweet. push off to a nurse's aid, but uh, in Brian's situation, I got you, homeboy. Me, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. that's good for you, man. That's a, that, that's a positive change it's for nice the whole It's nice having a life thing. again. Yes, it's changing. You know, you get that weight, that monkey off your back, and then now you feel like you can spend time with the family. You could do the things you want to do. You can go out, and now now's the, the, the oysters are yours. You know what I'm saying? Man. The ball's in your court now. Now you get to pick where you want to go. I hope so. What you want to do because... You know, it's kind of rough the first couple of years as an RN right. because, you know, the the people, the, the nurses that have been there forever, you know, they're kind of catty and whatever. Yeah. But that's anything. Yeah, anywhere. that is. And, that but is. you're going to They do fine. like to say that uh, the senior nurses like to uh, eat their eat their young. Yeah. So, uh, but 
I have uh, some things lined up. I'm hoping to get the job in, He's uh, in an OR. every episode of Nurse Jackie preparing for this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did watch the first two seasons. That's I'm a great show. I'm telling you, everybody <laughs> says that that is the closest thing to uh, actual nursing and nursing It's fields. a good show. That, that's, you know, don't get me wrong. It's more about her life than it is right, the, the right. actual o- ER, but they talk about the <laughs> ER and the OR and all that. Yeah. That's what that's about. That's they a said great show. It is. It's a really good show. My well, wife started watching uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, which is funny, and I'll watch it, and, and she's like, what the fuck is this? And I actually like know the terminology. I can follow along. I'm like, oh shit, I know what's going on. Yeah. A lot of bullshit drama and all that. But I mean, you know, that that's <laughs> yeah. not my show. No. There's Jackie is. There's Jackie's <laughs> where it's at though. But uh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So enough about that. But uh, yeah, thank you, thank you all, you guys for uh, uh, the three of you guys. Josh and not here, but uh, thank you too, brother. Oh yeah. Uh, always had the positivity. And as soon as I I find out I pass, I'll let you guys know. And you guys flooded me with fucking like thumbs ups and congratulations and. Dude, 2018, man, this is a good year for all of us individually and all of us as back row hecklers as a as a whole. So it's been fun, man, watching it grow. You got to figure this this was established in like I think we ran our first podcast in what 2014, something like that. Yeah, so we're coming up. I mean, like we were doing it once. Years. a well, you think we were doing really? it once a month for yeah. a while, and then we went to where we was going to try to do it like three weeks out of the out of yeah. the month, but it ended up being more like two weeks, and then we, you know, we're and just, then. And they got to the point where sometimes it was hard to even get together once a month because everybody had so much different stuff going yeah. on. And we've came a long way. You go listen to that first episode, nobody's talking. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so scared. Oh, it was awful. It was like, <laughs> I'm no talking. You guys like, were. we don't even introduce class to, like, 20 minutes in. Like, and I want to let you guys know Chris Class is here. <laughs> you know, it was fucking dreadful. Like, I was who likes what and yeah, how we're going to relay it off one another. You go listen to, like, episode 67, though, and we're just, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. You yeah. suck a dick. You know, it's fucking awesome. I mean, with the, the, the transition we've made in the in the short amount of time. It has been, and yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely evolved. So if you get a chance, go back and listen. Uh, we are going to do some. We mentioned something about the uh, having our own website and things of that sort. And we do. We'll post all the previous um, episodes on there. Yeah, we're going to do because, that. Yeah, we we're also going to try to uh, make it a little easier for you guys to find us on uh, on. We'll always be part of the uh, Bentley Manawa uh, Variety Show, you know, podcast and uh, uh, network, network of podcasts. Um, but we're trying to do something, and that was why, you know, I'm trying to figure out, even though I'm in graphic design, visual communications, things of that sort, web design was never really my forte, but I'm trying to figure this out and trying to figure out RSS feeds. So with that, you need that in order to establish names. Things like me, it's a whole long thing when it comes to podcasts. I'm trying to figure this shit out on my own, though. Uh, if anyone knows um, ways around that shit, holler at your boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You could you could reach us at uh, brhpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. Uh, we have had a lot of emails coming through. Uh, most of the questions have been like, where the fuck y'all at? Yeah. So uh, we're back. We're here. Um, you could find us on Instagram at backrowhecklers. You could find us individually on Instagram. Yes, young Matthew BRH. Young Matthew BRH. Joshua, he is a green-eyed bebop. I'm Chris Class 323, I believe. I'm going to look it up just a little Maybe I, that's the only thing I really use. I love Big Instagram. Big T-Mines, are you on Instagram? I know you're kind of yeah, spotty on Instagram. Big Brian V, but I'm, I'm not really on any social media at all. Right. I mean, right. honestly, Chris I'm not. Three, two, three is what okay. I, to be honest, I'm just I'm not. It's not my thing. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I have like a Instagram. Facebook, but I'm. pictures I like. I like Instagram. Yeah. I, I am also, I yeah, I am on, uh, I'm on Twitter and uh, individually, but more important, you could find us on Twitter. We are at back row hecklers uh you have any questions feel free to hit us up on that i'm chris class atf on uh ins- or i'm sorry on facebook 
motherfucker on Twitter. Try again. I yeah. <laughs> take three. Uh, young Matthew, yeah, are you active on Twitter on the Twitter machine? I used not to so be. much. Uh, okay. I have. I haven't been on there on months. I apologize. I want to get more active on Twitter, uh, especially when I see people that like they don't get it. Right. It's not hard to <laughs> get. Um, I, some of it I don't quite understand the appeal of it, but I I know how it works. Right. But uh, I am it's going cool, though, to. It's cool though you have so much instant access to people. That's the coolest thing right. about Twitter. You yeah. know, I could say I got a like from Sasha Banks once upon a time. That, that, that is cool. That, that was kind of cool. cool so. We have had a, a lot of people, you know, um, giving us props on Twitter, uh, um, and I, and I promise because Twitter, it's it's funny the way a lot of our social media works. Uh, I'm not a Facebook guy, but uh, Young Matthew, uh, Joshua, guy. they are definitely Facebook guys. And they handle most of the uh, Back Row Heckler Facebook accounts, uh, or the Back Row Heckler Facebook account and updates and things of that sort. I handle a lot of the Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're kind of uh, that's probably the one we we don't do we as much. Don't do as much. We probably I would need like to get to, back every time I go to a show, I'll take pictures and post them on the Instagram. I just, right, I just really don't go to shows. I just don't go as many shows as I'd like to. And Brian, he's he's old school. He likes you call or you text my man. Just send that's him, what send he him says, a carrier so. pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll be good. Uh, that send way. an old crow. <laughs> so uh, send him a message in a bottle. He might get it in six months. Go. Yeah. But um yeah, so <laughs> just mail me a letter with a stamp on it. <laughs> there you go. Go old school. How Look much are stamps nowadays? Forty three cents. Is are it they really, really? Yeah. <laughs> crazy thing? Yeah, and you know what? Like I heard that like White Castles are almost a buck now for White Castle episode. cheeseburger ninety one cents. I had some the other day. That's insane. Man. <laughs> crazy. I remember when they used to be a quarter, dude. That's Damn. insane. That tells how old I am. I remember them, them when White Castles were a quarter, dude. I would get like three cheeseburgers for a buck oh five. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that math don't add up. <laughs> That's fine. That's all right. That's no, all right. 35 cents a piece. It was 10 cents. Oh, 35 cents. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got oh, It's you a dime for the cheese. cheese. I got gotcha. you. I got to have <laughs> cheese on my burgers. Dog. Ta- oh, you got to. Yeah, you put the spicy mustard on, on those? You like oh, those? Of course, man. My Dude, man. That's why the reason. That's why I, I used to get a muscle with mayo, too. Spicy mustard and get the mayo. Really? I put both of those on a, on a White Castle cheeseburger. Oh, so no good. shit. I've never had mayo on, uh, on oh, a White, White Castle. Castle? Oh, it's no. good, man. Especially if you put it with rings. That sounds special. It's you know what some people like that grosses me out is my son likes on a sausage biscuit he'll put jelly, like grape or strawberry jelly on a sausage really? biscuit. He's like it's so good, and I was like I can't physically have the biscuit because um I gotta eat gluten free, and um <laughs> but like if I could I would probably yeah I would probably I the eye roll on the. <laughs> Yeah, as I eat another one of these peanut butter cookies. Hey, yeah. They're gluten-free cookies. Yeah, that's okay. Though. I've been doing really good. Though. Like I've been. I told you, it's visible, yeah, man. Yeah, I've tell. been trying to. Like, this shirt used to not fit, and now it does. I'm all happy. I'm like, yeah, I can wear my 4X Defenders. That's yeah. Good, I mean, I was up to a 6X, guys. I was going to say, yeah, you're well, pushing 6X, Eventually, man. you'll get that 2X shirt I got you, right? Yes. <laughs> well, actually, Hunter's been wearing it. Oh, has he? Smiling, because I have another Zach Sabre Jr. shirt that Dougie gave me, man. That Votaw gave me. It was in a box. That he one's got dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got the he uh the one that he got that you got me was awesome, man. I yeah, that's that. yeah. the biggest size. He had. The the biggest size he had. He got get, and it's from Bola and it meant something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I thought that was super cool. You got yeah. me that Red Dragon shirt that time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's dope. I, I I I had to pull a Hulk Hogan cut the sleeves off, but yeah. I use that every summer to cut grass, there and I go. love it <laughs> when I do it, man. It's it's I feel like a champion. NXT champions, Red Dragon. They're NXT tag NXT, team champions, yeah. huh? Yeah. That's okay. They're, they're called the the Wet Destiny. What is it? The the, oh, the era. Undisputed Era. The Undisputed That's Era. Right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish, and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Uh, and now that we're uh, actually, you know, so we're back in, doing. I miss doing so much NXT. I miss so much. Dude. It's, I'm assuming you watched the last pay per view though, right? Before the Rumble. No, War Games. Said, 
No, no, no. The one after War Games. With there the was one Gargano, after War Games. Gargano and Almas. I had the saw highlights match. from that. The man, funny that's thing a match. is, you told me, and we saw. We went to. I went on break. I went and actually got nachos because I had the famous spill after that at NXT. Oh, years and ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you, the missed, you missed you the, the, the Almas yes. dive. I missed the Almas, and you were like, "Dude, that dude's good. He's gonna be good." Oh, he just. Oh, don't okay. bust your knee, buddy. Uh, that's all right. That's okay. He was just trying to get his wiener close to my face as possible as he went through here. That's yeah. all it was. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, um. Well, the internet told me, exploded. Yes. After this match. Yeah, you told me though before back in the day, like 2015, I guess it was. Yeah, because we happened. were. Uh, I got the poster up here. Nope, it was 2016. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Uh, July 16th, 2016. Yep, because that's when we got to see. Uh, um. No, it was the one before that. There's only been two, right? I guess so. I thought that there was one before that. Is that the one where Nakamura, where we got to see Nakamura? It, well, Nakamura was in both. Yeah. He teamed with Roderick Strong on one, and he teamed with uh, Finn Balor on the other one. That's the one there with Finn Balor. And then, uh, but everybody ended up coming out. It wasn't just him and Balor. It was ended up being like a multi-man tag. Yeah. Was that the one before this one? I, I can't remember. Because I don't think Aries was at ours. Uh, he was supposed to be, and he and he and he dropped off. Yeah, exactly. And then um, and Tommy took on somebody else that yeah, night. Yeah, Alexa Bliss was on there. Yeah, because our our memories are shit. Yeah, we're looking at the things in front of us, and we still can't figure this out. No, I remember because there it is right there. Andrea Cian Almas was on there. This is this okay. Was it was from it was July sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. Okay. And I remember I I was like, oh, I don't know these guys. I'm gonna run out real quick and get nachos then. Yeah. And, and so you missed, I came like, back. The best match of the night. Yeah. He was like, dude, you missed. Uh, you missed. It was like, wasn't it like Blake from Blake and Murphy or somebody? Yeah. And, Wesley Blake and. Break and uh, and almost, and he was like, "That now, match was new yeah. at the time. And right. was new to me. I mean, he was—he's a huge star in Mexico. Right. Yeah, you were really like, big. So good. He's like that, that dude was so good. I was like, I never heard of this guy. I said, I've seen him before. I just—I didn't think nothing about that dude. Well, you know. Now he's NXT champion. Yeah, and they said like and him and well Gargano. Deserved. They said him and Gargano had like one of the best matches of the year last year. It, well, it was the, the internet exploded. Um, this is uh, in uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer's uh, opinion. It's one man's opinion. It's not one I share. But this is the best match in NXT history. Um, hmm. I, I would disagree with it. I, you well, know, it's a fantastic match. Uh, it's probably the my second favorite match in NXT that I've seen, only to Nakamura and Zayn from WrestleMania weekend a couple years hmm. ago. Okay, that's my number one, and it's it's still number one. They are both, in my opinion, five star matches. They both deserve to be five star matches. Um, there, there were a lot of people on the internet that said if this were in New Japan, this would have broken his system because Dave does like New Japan a lot more than WWE. You know, yeah. that's not debatable. Right. Um, right. You know, because, well, they felt like a lot of the match, last year's match of the year in, in, rest, in WWE world was Pete was uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. Um, they felt like a lot of people felt like that should have been a five-star, and it wasn't. Uh, but if it, was in, if it was in New Japan, it would have been. Anyway, uh, the Gargano and... Uh, I want I, this is when I went Joshua here because he actually felt that the match before that was better than the Gargano Almas match, which was uh, Alistair Black versus Adam Cole in the Extreme Rules match. Oh, he put yeah. That one, he, Joshua said that was a better match. Um, I disagree with it based on uh, emotion because like we were talking about how kayfabe was dead earlier. Mm-hmm. This match brought out emotion to me because I was I've been an Almas fan since he's been in NXT. You know, I love Gargano. Don't get me wrong. And they were in. Uh, Philadelphia, and they, he, he's loved in Philadelphia. Gargano was very much, you know, from his CZW days. Mm-hmm. He, he's loved in the Ohio and Philadelphia area. Right. He's from Ohio. Yeah. Um, he's from Cleveland. From Cleveland, right? Yeah. So the emotion, it that match to me put over Johnny Gargano as the best pure baby face in America. 
you know, it, it, in a day of where faces and heels are kind of mixed. <coughs> yeah. Johnny Wrestling, boy. Johnny Wrestling right. is the best pure baby face in WWE, you know, bar none. And I feel like well, going into that match, you know, there was a lot of step, s- speculation that, you know, uh, Tommaso Ciampa would get involved because he's been cleared from his ACL injury and things of that nature. They waited until the end of the match for him to get involved. I thought they did everything perfectly. On a storyline basis, that match ticked every single Bosch that it needed to tick. You know, from, you know, getting uh, Andrade Amos' manager, Selena Vega, involved. Candice LeRae jumping the banister. You know, she hasn't actually had an in-ring match yet. But everybody knows Candice LeRae, you know, from Indies. And then if you have watched the Mae Young Classic, she has been signed. Yes. But she hasn't had her match yet. She jumped the barricade and attacked her. And it just everything worked out wonderfully, wonderfully well. Like, I honestly put all my belief aside because I was under the impression we were going to get Gargano versus Ciampa at Mania weekend. Right. I thought that was a money match for a title. Yeah, and as soon as that – well, as soon as that Almas and Gargano match started, that belief went immediately out the window and – I found myself rooting for Gargano, and I normally don't switch mid-match on who I want to win a match. Yeah, there you go. So the emotion so got to you. It got that's, me that's so good. good. And the fact that Gargano lost, on, you know, they did a really, really good – I mean, all the spots made all the sense. Nothing – you know, it was it was long, but, you know, almost working over the head and neck area and then hitting a, a hangman's DDT from the top, a hammerlock hangman's DDT from the top rope to end the match. Josh thought it was a little anticlimactic. I thought like, if you're going to hit a finisher and you're going to do it from the top rope, that's how you finish a match. Especially after you know he had attacked his, he hit this. You know he has those running knees that he does in the corner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, like in the inside. Yeah, it looks he vicious. Hit it, he hit it on the corner on the outside in the corner Ooh, post. Right. And it like that thing like when you hear the bang of it, it's fucking ridiculous. I know we're talking about a match from January, but that's no, all right. No, that's okay. Oh. No, I mean but I, a lot of people may not have. A lot of people listening to this if podcast <coughs> may not be if WWE you're not, NXT guys. So if you're you not an NXT go check this fan, out. Yeah. If, if you're a wrestling fan, all you got to do is enjoy wrestling. Find someone else's po- uh, password to get on the network. Yeah. Sit down and watch this. I think it's about 35 minutes, but it is an mm. absolute clinic. Speaking of, of long matches, since you said 35 minutes, I have to go ahead and give credit where credit's due to a guy. And he's been on the podcast. But there's a in this day and age, People, the younger guys in wrestling are making a, uh, they get it quicker and uh, they're understanding what it takes in a shorter amount of time. And uh, I I say this only because um, there's a comment made about making stars, about making some independent promotions, making their own stars. Mm. They have to do that in order to survive. You have to have a draw that people want to come into the building and pay their money to see. And right. if you don't have That's that, agreeable for sure. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't have, have a star to to build around. Yes, and, you, and your best bet is to create someone from the ground up because then people will want to watch that person. We got to see it ourselves with our friend Isaiah back in not just back in the day when him and Richard X was doing their thing in circa two thousand one, right? But during his resurgence in D one W, right around two thousand ten. When he came back to the business and started doing things, I think it was right around 2010. Yeah, because it was right around the time that Jesse Bailey passed. So, yeah. Right. And uh, right. we even right. went to a few, a few of the D1W shows and sold merch. And that's when we yep. kind of jumped yep. feet first back into wrestling. And um, for the next six years, Isaiah has been a main staple in, that, in this area. And so my friend is actually doing really well here for Prodigy Pro Wrestling. He's been the guy I've went to to ask questions, to do things. Because he's, you know, been around and he's been the, ma- the guy in that area. Um, but another guy. By the name of Mance Warner. He is the current IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Champion. 
He's only been in the business like two years from the School of Rock. Of course, his, his gimmick is the fact that he was around back in the 80s for with, okay. the, with the Crockett's and everything. And so okay. like his, he's inserted himself in pictures of like Dick the Bruiser bleeding. And he's <laughs> sitting next to him. And I mean, it's just I, I don't know. Well, it, I've it, noticed the, the jacket. I didn't realize that was the deal, but I've noticed his jacket. It's like an old school. It's kind of like the revival jacket yeah, kind of yeah. deal. It like oh, it's, but it's got a dress satin dragon. It's got yeah. satin. Dra- it's a satin jacket with a dragon on the back. <laughs> and Mance comes out. He's a, he's no nonsense. You know, he's like he's talking about. I ain't doing none of that old lucha flipping shit, you know, and stuff like that. And he's well, he should. He does the pop up. He does the pop up headbutt. You know, he runs a hits a lariat, lariats and light beers. He has so many monikers. Like he's the <laughs> eye poke god. I mean, he has okay. like twenty <laughs> different monikers. I feel bad for Joshua. He's got to introduce him at next show. <laughs> oh man, him and MJF, which M- Maxwell Jacob Friedman, they had a match recently. They both call themselves the eye poke god. So <laughs> okay, that's kind of okay. A thing. He's a and he does like he'll do in the middle of the ring. Freeman will MJF. He'll be like two year vet, baby. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's so funny because it's such a contradiction of terms to people that understand and get it. You know, right? But right. Mance Warner, Michael Elgin has not lost a match in IWM Mid South in over four years. Okay. Two weeks ago on a Saturday night in Memphis, Indiana, probably in front of like a hundred fans. You know, they went an hour long. Really? Yes, they wow. went an hour. Nice. And there was no winner because it was for the belt. Mance Warner and Michael Elgin. And the match is supposed to have been excellent. Like You didn't get a chance level. to call that match? No, man. I didn't uh, get to go that shit. Saturday night. And then I didn't get to go last night because the wife wanted to see. Uh, um, you want to get sick. Damn it. What's the name of that movie? Oh, Game Night. It's really good. It's funny. You guys should check it out. It's got Jason Bateman in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, the yeah. one-liners in that will kill you, Dude, dad. Jason Bateman is one of my favorite actors. I like that guy, It's man. really good. Yeah, you should watch Ozark. It's on Netflix. He's oh, really it's the shit. Did you watch it? Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for season two. Dude, that's yes. crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mance Warner and-, and So Mance ba- Warner's on Game Night? No. Oh, oh, oh. Mance, he was in Ozark. Oh, no. <laughs> Mance Warner had a uh, ADD kicking in. Uh-huh. Butterfly. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, look, there's a squirrel in your backyard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a um, backyard. Mance Warner had a had the rematch this past Saturday night. For the first time in four years, he pinned him with a roll-up. He got, he got <laughs> Elgin. He got really? Boy. Yeah, and he put on there, hey, old Mance ain't losing this belt no time since. He goes, Elgin ain't lost in four years, but I beat him tonight on Twitter. And Elgin's response was awesome. It was like, well, some people call a roll-up lucky, but, hey, you know. Wow. So I didn't get to see it last night either, but I will buy the DVDs when they come out just because, you know, and I, I, it sucks that I didn't, I've never got to call a 60-minute match. Yeah. Never. And I and you want to? Yes. You do. Oh, fuck yes, dude. I mean, there's been so many. I mean, I, as, as an outsider, I'm just like, that seems like so much voice. This is like so much fun. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's like saying you were going to podcast for two hours. You're like, yes. Yeah, but right. we get way more breaks than they do. <laughs> we said, yeah. yeah well, I got a guy next to me that's going to be talking more than I am. You know, Manawa is going to run the show. That's true. I'm just going to fill in the spots. Yeah. Right. But it's right. a, it, there's just so much fun when it comes to things like that. And, I mean, being out of BA Mid-South is the number one promotion that I've done commentary for. I've done more for them than anyone else ever. Um, I mean, than any other promotion myself, not than anybody else. I mean, I've done. I got you. Yeah. Um, I've done more of their shows than any other shows. There we go. Right. And and the the was bothering you. the choices was that the the big things was I wanted to do King of the Death. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do TPI. I wanted to do the big flagship stuff that we grew up with. You know. Right. And thanks to Ian Rod, I was able to do those things. You know. And so there was a little problem that happened after we ran a show with Ian and, and Prodigy and IWM itself had a, had a issues. You know what I'm saying? And I did my best to distance myself from that those issues and the drama because. I wasn't a part of the decision-making for certain things with Prodigy, and 
I mean, IWA was home, and so I don't like drama and bullshit. And it, and to me, that's what some of that was. Um, and I'm never, I'm not going to speak out against IWA Mid-South, and I'm never going to speak out against the guys at Prodigy. You know what I'm saying? All I'm going to say is the fact that hopefully going forward, we can get everything to where it's not heated and, and everybody hates each other and blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm always going to plug out of Bay Mid-South. I'm always going to plug uh, Pro Wrestling Freedom. I'm going to plug Grindhouse Pro Wrestling. I'm going to plug OVW. We're always going to plug whatever we choose to talk about on this podcast out of Bay Mid-South because we're the back row hecklers. And we're going to do what we want to do regardless. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, regardless. So I just wanted to put over the fact that Mance Warner went 60 minutes with Michael Elgin, who was a former Ring of Honor uh, or world champion, former – I mean, I know he had IWGP uh, or New Japan uh, Intercontinental uh, IC champ. Yep. Yes, and a uh, uh, world travel, world renowned superstar. And I mean, he's had a married to uh, Mischief. Yes, who I think is really hot. With all due respect, that was yeah. If you're listening to this, that was class. But like Brian was saying, we don't hold things back. If we we're not uh, in the That's business to bury people yeah. by any means. Like, and I'm not talking about that situation, but yeah. we have none of us have any problem with voicing our opinion. If um, if anything, we, we like to say if we don't have anything nice to say, maybe we won't say anything at all. Yes. But if a topic's brought up, we will not back down from. Given no. our opinion. No, especially if so it's something that's that's a hot button topic yeah. of the day. Or a an attractive young lady like Mischief. So uh-huh. good job, uh-huh. Michael Logan. <laughs> Super nice guy. You're you're a really, really cool dude. But yes. uh uh yeah, I gotta give you props, man. And I'm sure you're not I'm not the first person that ever, that's ever been like, dude, your wife is hot. Yeah. So I like that goth look. I get that, uh I get that all the time. People would look at me and look at her and be look back at her like, What did he do? At Mischief? No, no, no. My wife. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got to give you props. Yeah, you got a good looking wife, Vic T. Miser. Yeah, people. With all yes. due respect, there we it go. It happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, I understand where the, the, the thing. I'm sure you get it too. Class is a class good looking dude, though. So, I mean, I know. Oh, there's, yeah, he is. But, um, Matthew, same way, man. I know you get people look at you like, what did he do? That's I think true. We all married up. That's we what did. we did, I think. <laughs> there's a reacher yeah. and there's a settler. No. Yeah. Are you looking for it? Very beautiful, very sweet lady, and she allows us into uh, the other side of the track. So you know that's that's everyone is is, we're pretty lucky. Before we wrap up today, though, there's a couple real quick things I want to get to. Number one, I wanted to ask Matthew since he doesn't usually he usually has a Twitter question. He hasn't got to do it the last two times. I think we I got one. Nice got one for today. But I wanted to ask you, what are you looking forward to that's been announced so far for Mania? No. The thing about I'm gonna say that people are gonna get mad at is that I think some of the best matches WrestleMania weekend aren't gonna happen at NXT and aren't gonna happen at WWE at all. I think it's gonna be all the different things at WrestleMania weekend. Well, if and, you're not a no part, of, if you're in a wrestling, if you're a wrestling organization that travels and you're not in New Orleans, then there's something wrong. I think with your organization. I mean, if you're not taking advantage of WrestleMania weekend, yeah. you know, you need to be down there. Um, there, and you're right. There is gonna be a lot of cool things that are happening. Yeah, uh, like it was Re- actually just WrestleCon announced. I know every year. Yeah, right now. what's what's cool about WrestleCon right now is apparently I just saw this uh, earlier today. Apparently, uh, Impact and Lucha are coming together, and they're going to put on some matches. You know, Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground at WrestleCon. That's pretty. Dope. Which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, Lucha Underground, you know, doesn't travel, no. but you're really high on Lucha. Oh, for sure. I don't yeah. know if you're all caught up with it or not. No, um, no, no. Well, I actually, I, I saw the, uh, uh, I haven't seen any of the newer se- new season, but I seen the last 
the first half of the last season. I okay. remember the uh, actually that that was a big thing for me at Prodigy. I seen the match between um, I forget what his name is. It's uh, Dante Fox, which is Ar Fox. Okay. And Killshot, which is Shane Strickland. Right, right. And after I saw their match, which was basically a death match, mm-hmm. it basically was. I mean, it had glass. It had uh, all kinds of craziness in their tables, right and left. And after I saw that match, I was like, man, I'm going to – these two guys right here are guys that are out there that don't have to do this type of match with glass and all this stuff. They're t- so talented. And it's Shane Strickland. It was Killshot. Right. Yeah. And then that's A.R. Fox. And so – as soon as this, this just so happened, I finished watching that about that same time, and then I was like, "Man, these are two of the hottest guys in the Indies." I brought them both in for Prodigy, right? You know yeah, yeah. Like I took on, Shane Strickland took on Isaiah at the at, at our uh, the Man Right Cheer card, and then uh, also in in that was the one you had to miss too, man. Right. That's okay. I have the. Uh, I'll make sure I get you the DVD so you can check it out. And then, uh, we Once it goes it. on clearance, mm-hmm. uh, right. that one ain't on clearance yet. Hold on, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to wait on that one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, the King of Pain is also on digital download. If you want to, if you don't want to go to hot spots, you want to digital download, you can go get it. I think it's, I think it's only like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, something like that. That's that. a monthly fee, right? Well, you could go eight ninety nine for a monthly fee and get every single show we get coming up. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. like if that's, you can't make it to a project, right? You can't make it to a Prodigy Pro Wrestling show. Do that. I mean, Prodigy Pro Wrestling, in my opinion, is worth the trip to uh, if you're especially if you're somewhere in like, you know, say uh, we're centrally located in like Louisville. Yes. um, But if you're Nashville, Cincinnati, uh, Chicago, uh, make it up for a Prodigy Pro Wrestling show because it's always a good time. Oh, yeah. The crowd is usually very much into the show. The crowd is hot. Yeah. And every place you guys have, I mean, every show that I've been to, I've only missed one show. Yeah. But uh, every show, you guys have packed the fucking, like, packed the building. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and it's, that was one thing that I heard at, um, when you guys worked um, with, uh, at the IWA place in Memphis. Yeah. That, that place was packed. Yeah. They were like, there was people scared. They were like, oh, man, I don't think we'll be able to. I don't know if people want to make it because it's 16 miles on the side of the Indiana Bridge, right. you know, from Louisville. So you're talking about 25 minutes from Louisville. Right. Some people, no offense, they have their their fix of OVW every sure. week. They don't want to make sure. that 25 minute drive. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, real quick. Sorry, jumping all over. Randy Royal, OVW former champion. guest, yeah, won the uh, the title for Michael Hayes, uh, former not guest. Freebird, mm-hmm. for another former guest. Yeah. So shout out to um, uh, my boy, the Double R Superstar. Uh, Randy Royal uh, winning the Ohio Valley Heavyweight Championship. Shout out to Michael Hayes for having a great heel run with that too. Dude, man. that's yes. yeah. I'm glad you saw some of that, man. He's yes. that dude is is he could be a very sympathetic baby face, but he made uh, he he did a great job as a heel that made people want to fucking kill that guy, man. Yeah, did he, he burn a, a flag? He threatened to. He, he didn't threatened actually burn to. It, it it yeah um, yeah like. That's awesome, man. You <laughs> think about that? A I mean, former yeah. veteran yeah. is is Michael Hayes and threatened to burn a flag. They were they were doing that and it was it made for some very intriguing TV yeah. that I hadn't seen in since maybe Heyman days yeah. when Heyman was writing OVW. So oh yeah, there's some, to cut you off, no, no, that's okay. If you uh, if you're a fan and you do watch OVW, there's a number of the guys from OVW that have made. Uh, appearances at Prodigy Pro Wrestling and at some of the the local feds around here, but we Logan liked James. That's, oh yeah, I'm, I'm big people, on that guy. Yep. I think and he's then uh, be the, some the, the top guys, uh, Kevin Giza and uh, Adam Slade. Yep, yep. And uh, um, also uh, we had um, uh, Sam Wonderboy, not Wonderboy Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, God, it is Sam, I want to say it is Sam Thompson though. Is Ducky, it? the Ducky kid. He's uh, he from OVW and Big Zoe. Both those guys did yeah, at our last Zoe. show. So are you serious? Yeah, man. Me and Class know that guy from back in the day when we were teens. Way back in the day, got a yeah. funny story about that guy. Maybe he'll be uh, one of the stories that we talk about that we don't say. Like we omit the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got I a funny would. story about that guy. Yeah, but it's a good one, man. We it is a good one. We have a couple good ones. Yeah, actually, yeah. So. I, I like me some Big Zoe. Oh, Let me ask you this real quick, guy, man. Man, fantastic guy. Um. Uh, Prodigy Pro Wrestling has yet to have uh, a female match. Is that something you guys? Uh, there's a lot of female talent around, and uh, I'm just, are you? Is that something in the talks of this year? Anything like that? Yeah, there's actually a lot of talk about it. The uh, the one thing is that we are we're, the only reason we haven't done that yet is because if we do it, we don't want it to be. Um, the the exact same thing you see everywhere else. Sure, sure. That's and completely understandable. And we don't want it to be the the same females that you see exactly. every single time in this mm. area. Exactly. And this no no offense. There's there's some female wrestlers in this area, but a lot of them. And I'm not saying it to be negative against the some of the girls of VW, but they need a little bit more seasoning. That's completely like when you go watch them yep. in the ring, it's like. I mean, the fans are behind them, and I'm not saying the fans are dumb. I'm not saying that. Sure. But it doesn't matter. They're not there to watch the wrestling. They're there because this girl looks good in yeah, her wrestling yeah, yeah, gear. Yeah. Yep. And I don't want to put a girl who looks good in her wrestling gear in the ring. I want to put a, 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 wrestler. a competitive right. ladies match. Right. I mean, no offense. The um, It's hard for me. I, I'm going to catch heat because of this. Uh, Alexa Bliss is a very talented wrestler. She mm-hmm. really is. But with her size and, and her demeanor makes her what, the way she is. But like it's kind of unbelievable sometimes against even some of the other women when she's five foot tall and weighs ninety five pounds. I mean, she laser strikes and throwing a right right hands and they're out knocked out. Yeah, that kind right. of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't. Uh, it's hard for me to 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 the believability comes sure. into question. And okay. the very best female wrestlers don't have a problem with that. Like back in the day, you would see uh, one of the best ones ever was Lufisto. Okay. She was fantastic at it. She still is to this day. But even uh, uh, Heidi Loveless, Ruby Riot in mm-hmm. WWE, she's she's small in stature. She's a small girl, but at the same time, the way she would lay in her kicks and right, things like that. Right. Yeah. Not saying that That's Alexa big... Bliss doesn't do that, but it's just the fact that she's uh, um, Alexis came a long way. Yeah. Yes. And she has a long way to go. Yes. Uh, she yes. does have a long way to go. She's smoking hot. Yeah. But yeah, you look at someone like uh, like a Heidi Loveless. Yes. Uh, or. This isn't a female, it's male, but a lot, uh, that was that stigma that a lot of people said about Ray, Ray Mysterio. Yes. Like, oh, he's a small guy, how's that going to be believable when he's taking on someone like Batista? But his work more than made up for it. Yes. So, I completely, I, I uh, understand where you're about, coming at 100% with, females with Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss. Yes. But yeah, oh, uh, Ohio Valley, especially, they have some some talent. Oh, uh, they have some some girls. Uh, I think Jesse Bell. She was trained by Tracy Smothers. Yes. Um, I think she's pretty good. Uh, but I think she's probably the best out of a lot of the talent that I've seen in OVW. A lot of the girls they have there very attractive, but it's They're also very Ohio, Ohio Valley is a school. Yeah. So they're well into the learning of uh, w- which I think they will eventually become great workers. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you guys are doing that. That not only going to ta- uh, highlight. Uh, female talent, but you're not going to just throw some tits and ass out there. Exactly, you're going to have, yes. you know, hey, if that if that's included, then that's a plus. But yeah. you're looking for work, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I, I like that. To, I'm, I that was a good answer. Have, have a, uh, I want the female wrestling that 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 I would choose to promote, or that our guys as a team, I can I can pretty much say I speak for them on this. We want to make sure that 
has the Prodigy Pro standard because right. we to this day there's been a few matches around like oh man I, I wanted this that or whatever but there's never been a match yet in Prodigy Pro history that I look back and be like that was fucking terrible no, that was just no. awful no there really you know, hasn't there we, really I mean hasn't. Uh, um, and we try to put it on a complete card we try to give the fans a little bit of everything you know so that they can laugh they can get upset they can see their favorites sure. they can see people they want to cuss out you know right um. The question I want to ask you about WrestleMania weekend. I'm sorry. That's quite all that's right. That's where we were going. That's where I was headed <laughs> with this, and we got sidetracked again, but that's okay. What is the uh, match that you're looking forward to from WWE or NXT that has been announced? That's any official? Of that's official. Or that you think well, will be official? You well, know, that's right now, Nakamura won Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He has already said that he is going to challenge the SmackDown champion because that was the thing. The Royal Rumble is you could choose either brand. Yeah. So right now, on paper, it's Nakamura versus Styles at Mania. Which is going to be awesome, I would assume. It's a rematch from, from it's a rematch Wrestle Kingdom, from right? Wrestle Kingdom right. three years ago. Right. Yep. Um, so I'm curious as to see how much time they get. I'm curious on what they're all going to. Is pull that the out. match where he hit that vicious knee on an AJ? That's oh, from, from behind. Yeah. From behind, yeah. 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 And they had a lot of matches in in uh, in New Japan, but that match was. Man, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it's definitely worth watching. And it's so. not going to be the level of well, that match. And it's not. Because um, the, we've definitely got Diet Nakamura in WWE for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it may and not happen. Uh, AJ Styles is actually taking on five other competitors at Fastlane. Is Fastlane their next pay-per-view? Because SmackDown has one more pay-per-view before right. Mania, which I believe is next Sunday. Okay. And he's yeah, because Elimination Chamber just happened. Right yeah. Too, so yeah. They right. I heard it was not nothing. The Chamber? Yeah, I heard it wasn't anything like you had to watch. It's good. Um, it's not great. Okay. Yeah. It, the entire you, card? From top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. Um, it has its moments. Uh, the, the male's elimination chamber was, was good, but nothing, by no means, was anything pre- not You know how fantastic it is that you said males, and now you're saying that there's a female elimination chamber, just like a female Royal Rumble? Mm-hmm. That's so fantastic to me. Yeah. It is. It is. It's finally I'll saying I'll tell you what. The female elimination chamber did what it had to do. I wish it had gone a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, they were eliminating people before people were coming out of pods, which I felt kind of wor- didn't work as well as, like, because you know how, like, every five minutes someone new comes in? Yeah. At one point, all the males were in the ring at one point. Yeah. You know, the females, they had three in the ring, and then they would eliminate one, and it would go back to one-on-one. And then they would have four, and then they would eliminate another one. So there was by no, there was never six in the ring at once. Gotcha. Which I think kind of messed up their timing a little bit. Uh, the ending was great, though. I really did enjoy that Sasha and Bailey are probably going to wrestle at Mania against one another. Okay. Are they ta- they're kind of teasing a Bailey heel turn? They di- uh, they uh, it, uh, this gets a little wishy-wash because uh, Sasha Banks was clearly the heel in, okay. in, the, turn, okay. in the elimination chamber. Right. Because uh, they got to the top of the pod. The idea they had three left. It was Bailey, Sasha, and Alexa Bliss at, right. at the end. Right. And Alexa Bliss was running from the both of them, so Bliss went on top of the pod and then was trying to go across. So Sasha went to go pull Bailey up to try to go help her and then kicked her off. Right. So it was clearly yeah. that Sasha was the heel in That's that right. moment. Yeah. Fast forward to Monday Night Raw and they were in a six women's uh, match where Sasha, Bailey, and Asuka were on the same team versus the heels of Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, who's now a heel for no reason. Um, but yeah, so uh, Sasha did something to Bailey. Like she like tagged her in hard. And so while. Bailey was trying to tag out. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Sasha was trying to tag out. Bailey jumped off the apron and left her team high and dry, right. which is traditionally a heel move. Yeah. Right. Um, but I still think Bailey is still kind of the face in this. I mean, why why they would turn Bailey heel and keep Sasha face doesn't make any sense to me, except for the fact that you've never seen it before. 
I mean, but I mean, when we saw WWE Sasha, likes to show that they can turn anybody heel. Yeah, but when the they, only person they've never that 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 hasn't been heel in such a long time, they w- didn't do it because of merch shows was John Cena. Which is interesting sure. you mentioned that because on Monday he did an excellent troll thing. Uh, he actually went on he because John Cena is a very strange place right now, where he's like, I failed at the Royal Rumble, right? I failed at the Elimination Chamber. I don't have a Mania opponent. No, you do. You we just we don't know it yet. Yeah. You know, but he's calling them as this as this desperate character that desperately needs a WrestleMania match. Well, you got to figure he took time off to film Cockblockers. And I understand it. Which looks very funny, by the <laughs> it way. Is that the name of the movie? It blockers. It's, it's called Blockers, but oh, it's got a big next to it. That's funny. Yeah, there's a big chicken in front of it. It's called oh, Blockers, shit. but it's Cockblockers. But what Cena did was he actually went in the ring and was like. Ass beer. That's, that's all I'm going to say <laughs> from the. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. You wait till you see the previews. First, I haven't seen this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Cena goes into the ring and goes, I'm going to call out The Undertaker. And the place went nuts in California. They were like, Cena versus Undertaker. 2014 cheers all over again. I haven't seen John Cena get cheered like this in years. And then he came out and said, I've been told by management that can't happen. Really? And the place turned on Cena like immediately and he just trolled the shit out of the crowd. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. not a, quite a heel turn move because he did what he did then did was he went to SmackDown because he's the only free agent in WWE. So then he took on Styles in a really good match and beat Styles clean. Mm. So he get added to the pay per view. So now okay. he's in like the uh, the, the six pack challenge. But that, that is the rumored that. match. That it's there is be a rumored match. I, I don't know. The other rumor right now Didn't is that he leave his shit in the ring. Didn't yeah, that's the like thing is that he left his shit in the ring. But he did come back for Raw twenty five and he and cut a very cut a strange promo. promo. I'm gonna yeah. go strange. You I'm gonna say, say horrible. horrible. It was all over the place. Like he lost himself. It. I didn't get it. It didn't make our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take her to the hecklers. Yeah, basically. Um, Jump from topic to topic. Yeah. But now the other rumor going around is that Rey Mysterio is coming back and he will face John Cena at WrestleMania. That'd be all right. Really? Which I'd be totally happy with. I would be down with that. I would because the pop he he got got at the Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. And he looked great at the Rumble. I like he busted out the old gear. Yeah. People don't don't realize that Rey Mysterio was a very, very young when he was in. I mean, he was what? 18 years old when he was ECW? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he debuted at like 15 in Mexico. Yeah, he was like 18 when he was in ECW with Psychosis. He was like 18, right. 19 years mm-hmm. old. So you figure his 10 years or whatever in WWE, I mean, he's probably not a, I don't know, I don't, I, we can look up a TL. Yeah. I, I would assume he's pushing 40 if he's not there. Oh, I think he's like 40, 41, but I mean, at the same time, he's yeah. always been in excellent shape, and he's probably had, I think they said he's had a dozen knee surgeries between both knees. <sighs> yeah. I want to say either 12 or 13 knee surgeries. I know he's had like five on one and like. 43 one. years old. Okay. I didn't think yeah. he was even that old. But I thought yeah. he was, yeah, but st- think but about even it. still, I mean, that dude looks like he's in phenomenal shape. I mean, he, yeah. it's not like he just came into the rumble and just disappeared. Yeah. No, 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 no. For a little bit. Oh, that guy's got cardio for days. I mean, yeah. And then he went back to New Japan, I believe. He did. He for did. For a little bit. They, yeah, New Japan and. But uh, I don't think it's like a year long contract. No, I believe it's like New Japan and uh, CMLL. I believe that's yes, what it is. Yes. They uh, they always do a thing called Fantastomania. Okay. And I think they they were doing some stuff together for yeah. that. So. I'll tell you what, too. There's a AAA and CMLL are the two biggest promotions in Mexico right. forever. But there's a DTU promotion which has been doing a few death matches here and there. But they've also been doing other things. Man, really? Some of those guys from up. The, I've actually seen a few of those guys from there. Um, um, one of them is Ciclo play, but it's not the old Ciclo play. It's, okay. it's a younger guy. Right. Oh my gosh, him and Medio Medio Extremo, uh, um, Violento Jack. Really? Uh, gosh, there's all kinds of these guys. Arrow Boy, all these guys from DTU, man, they're fantastic wrestlers. Like they do 
uh, just for instance, I'll give you a, a, a for instance, they were at uh, Game Changer and in the middle of a death match, one of the guys hit Generico's uh, brain by stop. Oh, yeah. On the, on, the on, top, the top? on the top turnbuckle, man. I about shit my pants. Like, what? <laughs> in a death match? Oh, my gosh. You're going to cause B to have it. Oh. <laughs> you know? It's B like yeah. a cigarette afterwards. Oh, no. I'm serious. It's like, geez, dude. <laughs> you know, but they were, they're fantastic. And so if you get a chance to check out the DTU promotion in Mexico, definitely check out some of the stuff that they have going on because everybody I've seen from there so far has been quality. I mean, like, just quality. And they're all, it's kind of like the, the um, like, Big Japan. Big Japan's the deathmatch. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And lots of the guys in Big Japan actually do go on to go over to All Japan or New Japan and do right. things, too. Right, And they're they're actually really, really good workers, but then guys get stigmatized as, oh, wait, that guy's a deathmatch guy. This yeah. guy's a deathmatch guy. Uh, Honma is, a, I mean, he's, he's recuperating from, uh, he took a hangman's DDT that jacked his neck up and he hasn't had a match since. Right before uh, the Shibata injury last year, but uh, he's a perfect example of that. Had yeah. uh, started his career in in Big Japan, and got over bigger than shit in New Japan. Recently. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's a there's a the, the lots of times people think they oh well that guy's just a deathmatch guy. He's just a hardcore guy. They have no idea that most of those guys can actually go. And that's right. what I like about the fact that there's so many you know different guys. I know Matt's not a DM guy at all. No, and he actually went to the King of the Death matches this past year. Still can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of blood. The, the glass shattering around my ears still still rings. <laughs> I, I remember talking to him afterwards. I was like, did you have fun? He's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I was like, so, so would you want to go again? He's like, nope. Right. And I was like, he goes, not that I don't, not trying to be disrespectful, not trying to be rude. It's just not for me. And I said, I understand. I said, but you had fun. He goes, I'm still not sure on that. <laughs> I think he had hard. fun with I his had friend. Fun with Joshua, you know, I didn't get to hang out with you guys as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I, I, were you there? I wasn't there. You I was there. in Nashville. You were in yeah, Nashville, Nashville, and then you were doing commentary all night, all night long. Yeah, yeah. But I was hanging out with Hunter, you know, and Bobby P and Tanya, having a good time. Yeah. So that's always a good um, time. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I mean, to this day, I do. Did I have a good time? I mean, <laughs> I laughed a lot. I, yeah. I smiled a lot. You seen a guy get hit in the head with a gusset play guitar and have a vagina on top of his head? Yeah, afterwards. I saw a dude take a pile driver through a television. I, I saw. Oh, no, you told me about that. I yeah. saw, you know, a uh, Canadian destroyer through a, a. What do they call those? Light tubes. Well, the light tubes, but they have a specific light name for like table, the, the, yeah. the tie tube table. Yeah. It was like almost like on a, like a gooey, like it was like on a. Oh Jesus Christ. Because there was like there was like a tower of them, and like they can like they went parallel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it was, was from like a, from like the apron of the of the ring outside to the floor, and the, yeah, they just went through the light tubes, and that was it. It was Ricky Champagne and John Wayne Murdoch. Yeah, it's just another day at the office for those two, right? Right. Oh, those dudes are animals. <laughs> yeah, but um, so that would be uh, I think AJ and Nakamura would be. I, I mean, I'm assuming it hasn't been obviously not official, but of the matches that are official, we have Alexa Bliss versus Asuka, okay. which I'm okay with. I would, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Alexa Bliss beating the streak that they've built this so much up. For I mean, Asuka hasn't lost on American soil yet. Yeah. Well, she has, but we they, we don't talk about that. She lost a battle royal in NXT, but that doesn't count. Yeah, right. Yeah, because okay. Eva Marie was the one that eliminated her. But that neither here nor there. <laughs> um, that's a good question for uh, a name that tune. Who eliminated Asuka from the battle wow. royal is Eva Marie. Anyway, yeah. that's an NXT fun fact for you. Um, but yeah, and then you have Roman versus Brock. Yep. Which I'm like. Eh. Right. We saw it three years ago, but then we saw, you know, Seth Rollins obviously cash in, so we yeah. never got a finale to the match. I'm not a Brock guy. Um, not much of a Roman guy. 
Yeah. And it's it. I mean, all signs point to Roman winning already with Brock going back to UFC. Yeah. So am I excited for that? Eh. I understand. Um, and then everything else is all in the rumors. You know, there's a rumor. I mean, Charlotte doesn't really have an opponent for her women's match. Well, we're still we're still right about a month out too. Yeah. So first week in April, right? Yeah. 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 It, the, it looks like we're gonna have a triple threat between The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Title, right. which can be good. Uh, the latest rumor I heard was uh. Probably going to be Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey against Stephanie and Triple H. Yes, that is okay. the r- Ronda Rousey will have a match at WrestleMania. Right, that that is confirmed. It, we're trying. I don't even know if they know what the exact match is. If it's going to be one on one with her and Stephanie, it's good. I would hope I, that I, they I would can't hide imagine that. The the because Stephanie's yeah. not a wrestler and Ronda's no. been doing this. Yeah, six months. Right, training she for to be a wrestler. Yeah, but you figure, man. I mean, like well, the it, people. I that wanted she to hangs ask Joshua with, too. Yeah. With, when you train for MMA, I don't know if you train how to do moves safely. No. I, I, I assume no. Well, doing MMA and training for like, – I've never trained MMA, but I trained pro wrestling. Sure. They, they have to be two completely different I would elements. assume so. Well, because that's so the thing is like – because I, 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 I one thing that may be similar would be the cardio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The I cardio could see that. Well, because the only comparison I can make on the women's MMA side is Shayna Baszler. You know, she's been doing wrestling right. for two years. She worked in the indies and for Josh two years. Josh always says she needs to learn how to sell. And she does need to learn how to sell. Ken Shamrock right. would be a good uh, example. But Ken Shamrock, back in the day, did a lot of Pancrace. And which did a lot, work, yeah. Which, yeah. And so he, I'm sure there are ways that, I, I would guarantee, some, if Ronda Rousey is going to well, put you in an armbar as a demonstration. Right. She knows, well, if I crank it this way, it's going to dislocate your elbow. That, like, if I just hold it here, well, you sell it. It's going to look vicious, but you'll be okay. What people had a problem with was Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon at the pay-per-view. At the contacts? Well, besides the contacts. Oh, okay. Uh, Shayna Baszler had an arm <laughs> bar. Dave, my dude, Dave, <laughs> that from uh, he, him and Chad are going to do their own thing on YouTube. Yeah. He, it was so funny. He was like, <laughs> well, except for the one guy that kept talking about Ember Moon's contacts. <laughs> Jesus Christ, B. I've got to well, bring that up. Well, Shayna Baszler had an arm bar in on Ember Moon for a, a good 30 seconds and in MMA world you don't ha- you don't have an armbar for 30 seconds without breaking something yeah, yeah is that yeah. a fair thing to yeah say? I, I mean I, if they're struggling yeah, yeah right yeah, if you won't have it fully yeah so right, the right, thing right, right. Well, well, we see people try to get out of a choke for longer than 30 seconds no, lots I of times right. but an armbar unless their arms bit yeah right no like right. we had a straight arm you know no, no, no that wouldn't be but that was the thing is that like you could tell that it wasn't being pulled on right so like in the world of wrestling you want me to not believe that you know you have to make me believe for a minute that someone's hurting someone else like right. i hated del rio's cross arm that's the thing oh, it's like right. it doesn't look like that's you, you pull your shit. arm straight and that's that thing is he was actually in an mma match he had right an MMA yeah. Match before. yeah so that was like the Get argument so like that could see like ronda rousey trying to do something and you know not hurting someone it's hard to make an arm bar hurt right when you know how to do it properly i see more like judo throws and judo yeah and things yeah. of that sort. oh yeah because she's a she was a student of judo june labelle who yeah. is yep. the, the grand master judo guy here in she was an olympian too yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know if judo, she medaled yeah. but oh yeah no 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 i, I think I she was an alternate sure. or something I'm oh not was sure. she? i'm not positive she was the chad gable of the olympics no no <laughs> okay she's, she's actually no she's she did as fuck. i want to <laughs> say, say he's like medaled. the u.s olympian but he didn't actually compete i want to say i don't think she was i don't think she was a gold medalist in judo but i think that she did medal i'm pretty sure i don't know okay i was just yeah. curious you know i don't know how this is gonna work um so that's all the matches they have at the moment they still got five weeks yeah smackdown still has another pay-per-view to go so they'll She's probably, probably have she Rude might have go medal. That would make sense with Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle got the gold right. medal. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's. So which leads me into my Twitter question. 
of the week. Yay. Will WWE pull the trigger in the next five years for a WrestleMania main event? Will it be headlined by a female? Do you believe? Mm. I mean, there's rumors that it could happen this year with the Stephanie and Ronda. Yeah. You know, that that actually might close the show, because, but it's mixed tag. I don't know if that would qualify. I'll let you, if you guys think that that could. You know. I mean, with all this women's revolution, evolution thing happening, I mean, I would love to see it. Would you? I think I would. I mean, just for the sake of for it sake being of it, a match, like well, yeah, but that's you know, I'm kind of like, all right, I would if it I, was somebody that that I knew was going to go out there like these girls have went out there and busted their ass about these. Like girls I could see like a Charlotte versus Sasha main eventing WrestleMania in, in a couple years, and that uh, like my answer would go off of like what you were saying for yeah. Prodigy Pro. I don't want to see a match just for the sake of it saying like, hey, hey we look, did this it. Is the first women's, you know, they're doing and and. I'm not. <laughs> and people can talk it's shit about Ronda Rousey all they want, but since her debut in UFC, she brought women's women's MMA, and now every single, just about almost every card they have has at least one or two women's bouts on there. Yeah. Right. And it has opened up the flood. I mean, Evicta was around way before before you have before UFC brought Started the women's division that. in. They right. were doing that. They were the they were huge. They were that was only it's only women, right? Invicta. Yeah, Invicta. Yeah. 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 And so that's kind of the same way with like Shimmer and Shine when it comes to mm-hmm. w- being a women's only promotions in the United States. They were doing it years before WWE I was understand that. Was shot, WWE is way Shout out to uh Dave Prezak. Uh well yeah, but uh Jeff Osborne who used to wrestle actually way back in the day out of uh, Evansville and Boonesville, Indiana, but he had a thing called Hook and Shoot. Yes. That before any other like uh mixed martial arts uh, territory, or I'm sorry, any uh, mixed martial arts uh, organization ran, had any women on there, he was highlighting uh, and having women main event and having women all over the card. Yep. That guy actually runs, we got to make a trip out there, Evansville, Indiana. It's a place called Secret Headquarters. It's a comic shop that looks dope as fuck. Yes. This dude, uh, I, I knew him back in the day. We talked a little bit on Instagram, but he's running this shit now. But he used to run Hook and Shoot that uh, highlighted this stuff. Lots so of, there's lots of wrestlers that Shayna Baszler used too. to used yeah. to fight out there for yeah. him and stuff way back in the day. She's a pioneer. Um, I would hope if you or if WWE, I could see them doing that because they're you know oh it's it's a women's rumble now and women are just as equal as like men and and like all that other stupid bullshit. But oh. no, I'm like <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, they got fucking driver's license and like, <laughs> let them know, vote and shit. I mean, yeah, come on I mean, now. Fucking, you're Next welcome. thing you know, they're wanting to marry each other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all well, jokes. That's where by I the way, draw the line. No, that's, that's hot. That's where I want to watch. <laughs> Only if they're both hot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you get something to look like fucking truck drivers. Fuck that shit. But, oh, what are you uh, talking about? It's my fave. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? No, cares? That's, a, mean, that's the thing people used to always say. They would be mad at it. I, people would be like, oh, man, I just think that, you know, I'm sorry. I'm religious. And, you know, it's only for marriage is only for a man and woman. I'm like, who cares? Really, well, honestly, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Why? Who? Wow. Really? Who would? Holy yeah. shit. They broke that one out. <laughs> how, <dude. laughs> how far down the rabbit hole do we go? No. All right. So what? It, like, when, yes. it was like what you were saying, Brian. Uh, if they're gonna do, uh, as far as Prodigy Pro, bring Twitter in women, question, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I wanted, I wanted something. <laughs> Here we are. You, you asked for fucking it. gay marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get with backracklers, but um, know. no. But seriously. If the match is going to be something, a Sasha and I mean Sasha and and um, and like Charlotte the, have yeah, had maybe. fucking matches on Raw and on pay per views that I've seen that it's like that was the best match of the night. Sure. If I they're going to do yeah. something like that, yeah, by all means, don't just do it just to say, "Look, we did it. We and did it. Now we don't have know, to do it again." Come on, and like 
you know. Yeah, when you add Oscar to that mix and add, add a couple of the other people that uh, they have to that mix, then I mean, you know, no offense, there's a uh, there's so many other girls coming up the pike that's mm-hmm. really really Dude, talented. I, I like Kyrie Sane a lot. Kyrie Sane uh, is is awesome. A whole lot. She was actually a last minute replacement in the Rumble too. Dude, I don't know if you saw her in the Rumble. I did, and I sure did. I. <laughs> <laughs> But I like um, – I actually enjoyed the women's rumble more than I did the men's rumble. Really? So I did. I And, and going into it, I was like, eh, fucking – they're just doing it to do it. This is stupid. And I don't when even it was remember over, who I, I really had. enjoyed I, had, I don't remember who I had in the women's rumble. I, that's how bad it was. I don't remember who I had, but I had Rare Mysterio, I think, in the in the men's in the Paul. Oh, Paul in the, the in the yeah yeah. That's and then fun. Duncan got right after me, and he got Oscar. Nice. Uh, I was like, oh, you. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm glad my boy Duncan won the rumble. Yeah. That, you know, we should fun. do that well, next like, year for the rumble. I know this is. Well, let's get back to the question, but maybe we'll do like a back row hecklers with the listeners. Yeah. Everyone kind of do something like that. But well, I, I will say if if the if it's booked right, if it's two women that could go out there and just kill it, then sure, that's cool with me. Don't do it as really, a publicity stunt. That's kind of though. But we, how many times has the main event of WrestleMania been? Garbage. Because it has to follow up on something badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what happens. Yeah. They'll have like the big WrestleMania moment of the whole show. Then they'll have some bullshit filler match. And then they'll have the main event. That even like a Chris Jericho versus like Triple H should have been a great match. But you follow like how are you gonna follow up Rock and Hogan? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's gonna be impo- like the crowd's done by that point. And after yeah. five, six hours, even oh. if it's a great match. You know, or something like well, WrestleMania is going to be fucking. Oh, John we can, Cena. Yeah. We can go now. back to WrestleMania. Like uh, I think it was WrestleMania. I want to say, I don't think it was that long ago. It wasn't ten. I don't thirteen, maybe sixteen. The one with the, uh, Bret Hart and Stone Cold. The main event of that was Undertaker Sid and, and Sid. Yeah. It was awful. And, yeah. and they actually, do you ever hear that rumor that Sid shit his pants during the match? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, he said that Sid did like five double axe handles off the top of the middle rope. And I was like, learn another move, motherfucker. Because, <laughs> because like a couple weeks before then, we had, well, I don't know. It was This was, I mean, it was after that fact. But I just remember uh, uh, hearing that phrase again. Yeah. <laughs> How many Michinoku drivers do you do in a yeah. row? Was that hey, what he did? Way too many. <laughs> yeah. Learn another move, motherfucker. Oh, it was awesome. But so, yeah, that that'll was my be a, That'll be another throwback so, on the podcast there. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with some of those. I like <laughs> yeah. that. I like that idea. So do you think they will They will pull the trigger yes. or they won't in the, yes. Long, yes. In in the, the next five, in the next five years? I, I think yeah. maybe in the next three. I don't think it'll be this year, but I Google. mean within the next three. And when it does, we can be like, hey, Matthew predicted this. Yep. He knew well, when Asuka won the Rumble, I thought for a moment that they might go Asuka versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? On paper, that could be, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, that wouldn't be terrible. Right. You know, that'd be a nice, at least, introduction. And they don't have to do this, you know, every year, have a women's main event you know yeah. but it would be i would like to see it you know i can see him doing it you know unfortunately for the sake of doing it rather than right. like what you guys were talking about earlier um but yeah i mean if booked properly it, it could be done well you know and i think people would go home happy i don't think people would leave early or anything along yeah. those lines they would want to be part of history and things of that nature especially because Rus- wrestlemania is what 17 hours long now pretty so much you know it starts the day before. It does. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you got NXT, and they can just fucking roll on through. The same yeah. amount of hours as the number of WrestleMania. So it's like, what's this, 34? Yeah, so they it's got 34, 34 hours. Hour yeah. Pay-per-views. Jesus yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what, though? It's 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 the re- it's the Super Bowl for wrestling. So oh, right. it is. Yes. But, oh, I do. It's been a nice time, man, and I missed it. Yeah. I missed Me too. Podcasting. And next time around, we're going to make sure we get Joshua here. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have uh, to uh, do another game. I'll, yes. I'll get something ready for a game. I have we named that, that tomb facts in a box. I okay. got to start over. They're in the box with the belt, so okay. I, I got to find it. 
Okay, okay. But I'll get on that. I'll have to come over early. We'll work on the, uh, we'll the music tunes. and yeah. all that stuff. We'll mm-hmm. have to get all that together. Class is going to get this. We do have a couple of interviews in the in the, in, in, in the box ready to go. We're going to add those to, uh, to some future podcasts. I want to thank the Warhorse Jake Parnell. If you guys didn't go, go search out the incident that happened to him probably about... Mm, two weeks to a month ago, maybe. Yeah. And uh, he got caught with a turnbuckle when he went outside the ring in a, in a hardcore match between him and Gary J. And looked uh, vicious. Oh God, he got the side of his face ripped open by his right by his mouth. He, he really, made uh, some incredible Valentine's cards on on Instagram though. Out of that picture, <laughs> really. If, you haven't, if you're not a fan of him on Instagram, <laughs> I am not. I'm Check not. He, yeah, he made Jake Warhorse Parnell, man. He's yeah, the man. Instagram. Check he it out. He made some like I'll like I'll do some. He had some great puns. Oh, or like Instagram. Oh, he's <laughs> awesome, man. He they had a uh, uh, he was trained by the hooligans. So oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he has a they had a uh, some of the some of the sayings that the hooligans said on the road when they were training him, and he had like thirty of them, and they were the best ever. Really? Oh man, it just if you read them, you like, yep, that sounds like the hooligans. <laughs> it was fantastic, but. He, uh, he gave me about 20 minutes after a recent IWA show, and his lip had been healing up really nice, and he talked about it and talked about the state of affairs and how, how it was transitioning from a part of a, a three-way. You know, he was at the Viking War Party right, for a while, and they, right. they actually had a match that was at, uh, for Jersey All Pro Wrestling that was uh, with Necro, against Necro Butcher and the Hooligans that to this day some people talk about was absolutely crazy, just throwing chairs at each other's face really? and just nuts. But um. Really? He's came came into his own as as the warhorse. Uh, him and Michael Elgin in 2017 had one of the best live matches I saw, um, and that's uh I thought I don't think Michael Elgin was was out to be a champ yet, but it was still it was really really good. And he's uh, he's one of those guys. Just this past Thursday, him and Gary J had the best match in my opinion on the card at out to be mid south, and that card was stacked. Nice. So I mean, you know, uh, he did give me twenty minutes, and we'll get that'll be coming up on one of the f- real soon for you guys on one of the podcasts we're going to throw it on the end of. And um, we also have a uh, a uh, a bonus podcast. Yes, it's going to drop. Say. It's uh, it, we'll throw it out at some point in the next couple of weeks or something. I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure out what yes, we'll do it with was, that. It was our year in awards thing that yeah. we yeah. did, and it never actually got to the air because of me. Uh, oh, shit happens. Yeah, shit I got happens. sick and everything, and didn't been able to send it. But I am oh, it's okay. I do have it. I have everything. So, um. For for young Matthew, you got anything else you want to add to the podcast before we kick off? I know that you. Uh, you know what I do? Uh, watch two hundred five live. There you uh, go. I've been watching it. They have uh, with Enzo. Obviously, Enzo's thing happened. They now have a new. They need a new cruiserweight, and they're having a tournament, and it's oh, sixteen okay. men, and it has flashes of clu- cruiserweight classic. Oh, okay. Nice. It's actually really well done. It's in a bigger crowd, so the crowd doesn't give it the the, the support that it deserves. But if you so have, it's not the full cell university crowd. It's not. Either. It's okay. wherever they are that Tuesday. Uh, Drake Maverick, who is used to be known as uh, Rockstar Spud, is the manager. Oh, okay. The new owner okay. or the GM, excuse sure. me, of Two Hundred Five Live. And uh, I'm almost all caught up on the tournament, and they've actually had some really solid matches on there. They're about forty five minutes long, so if you've got a little extra time, they have two matches, forty five. You know. In the about uh, twenty minutes piece, that's about not twenty bad, minutes yeah. each, and they're actually huh. been r- pretty solid stuff, you know. So if you liked the Cruiserweight Classic, I you loved know, it. Go back and you know, you know, watch the last five weeks have all been tournament matches, and they've been really, really good. Cruiserweight Classic, that's the one that that had uh, the final four with Saber Jr. and Grand Metal League TJP and uh, Kota Ibushi. Yeah, who of course, fantastic. you know, Kota and Zach are not on this, but you know, right, right. They've actually put some other names. Oh, I'm in not there. watching. Uh, Mark Andrews is. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, uh, yeah, I was watching 205 until uh, Enzo left. Yeah, uh, were you? No, no I you wasn't said fuck it at all. <laughs> no, well, not I'm not a all. fan of that guy either. Uh, <laughs> so, but they brought up Roderick Strong. 
you know, who's oh, been doing okay. this now? Uh, Mark and Andrews. And Kenta is working yes, 205, he right? He actually had a match with Roderick Strong in the first round. Nice. And it's solid. It's okay. definitely solid okay. stuff. You mean Hideo Itami. Yes. Yeah, I, my yeah, bad. He actually it's always going to be Kenta. Well, he broke. <laughs> <laughs> he got in a little bit of trouble. from. He's he's broken two orbital sockets since he's been called up to 205. He broke, really? Well, he broke Austin Aries last year, and then he broke uh, Brian Kendrick's orbital. Huh. With the GTS not too long ago. I guess he's just oh. paying everyone back for all the yeah, he's, he's got. Yeah, he's just not happy with where he's at, and he's just going to yeah. break faces. I guess so. But he's still employed, and he's still making money, and he's, he's uh, doing Get money and go back to Japan. The, the crazy thing is, yeah, Kenta is like, if you haven't never, if you if you haven't never, if you haven't seen him and uh, Brian Danielson, the American Dragons matches, mm-hmm. then you need to go on YouTube, go wherever you need to see and see those. I think some of them were New Japan, but some of them might have been from all Ring Japan. of Honor? Yeah, Ring of Watch Honor. Watch some of that it. stuff. Yeah. Him, anything with him and Mayor Fuji, that was just, woo, that was all Noah, pro wrestling Noah, yeah. by the way. It's still yeah, great stuff, that's, though. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome stuff, so. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, though. I don't have anything to follow up. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Back Row Hecklers, at Back Row Hecklers. Hit us up. Uh, we'll if you haven't liked some. the Facebook page, go like the Facebook page, man. We've been stuck at like 500 and something forever. Yeah, yeah. It's time, to, it's time to bump those up. Maybe once we hit uh, 600, we'll release that, that bonus pod. Yes. We'll do something go. like that. Um, uh, if you have a question for the show, email us at brhpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. Yeah.